0: Two one, hold it now, hold it now, hold it, now, 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 welcome to the Quincy Jones show. You are now in the middle with the two-man tower trip, Quincy Jones and Doc Less. Hello?
1: Hey. Uh-huh. Week. It's been uh, been a week, yeah, since we uh, dropped that banger
0: but of, we a, back. of an we episode,
1: back. man. But yeah, man, we we back. Um, a little bit of a different type of week, wrestling yeah. wise, as uh, we don't have Dynamite on the books because uh, it's actually going to be on Saturday, yeah. Um, and because we release this on a Friday basis, uh, we will obviously include probably like a more of a quick review coverage wise for next week's episode as we obviously get, uh, you know, into another episode because I think they're doing it two weeks in a row.
0: Yeah, I believe. Uh, let's see, because obviously, I did ramp- check. It is. It yeah. is hockey. It yeah. is hockey. It, That's that was, what I yeah. thought. Because it is obviously rampages on Fridays, and then right the next day is is going to be Dynamite Live. So, uh, yeah, for this weekend, I think next weekend. So, um, yeah, you know, so it'll be a a, a sort of uh, switch from the normal format for and, maybe a and couple they, weeks. They,
1: they did this before around the same time last year. Yeah. Uh, now that I remember, because yeah. we had to kind of like split it up, but. By the way, this is uh, Doc Lesnar, and uh, I'm Quincy Jones Go, hey. and uh, this is the Quincy Jones Show. Okay? Yes, in case you didn't catch on to this velvet voice in your ear, buzz buzz. Oh yeah. <laughs> but man, let's get into uh, the news. I know you had like quite it. a stockpile of yeah. uh, some things. I, I uh, was more on the. Lower tier things, I've been putting in uh, some no, work Yeah, uh, hey,
0: over here, I'm, I'm in the middle of a move right now I'm moving to my first home Um, It's taking a village and, and a half to do so So trust me, I I, I mean, even this morning uh, We talked about maybe getting together yesterday And you said, hey, it's not a lot of news to Yeah, see what I happens. mean, I, I, I woke was, up to a lot of news so. Yeah,
1: I, I was I was saying, because usually we do get together on Thursdays We had a chance to get together early But I know something Tell me, like, maybe we'll wait Yeah See what's going on And uh, for me, I mean uh it's actually kind of cool I'm going to Smackdown this week
0: oh yeah that's right and yeah, you know, yeah. I got Friday night
1: this is before I even knew the whole thing behind it as this whole you know we're going head to head because before they were like hey Ontario you want to see the Usos and Finn Balor go uh or I'm sorry uh Street Profits and Finn Balor go against the Bloodline I'm like yeah that'll be kind of cool whatever right <laughs> yeah. you know All what I mean right, Cool. I it's so. been a while since I've been in Ontario. You know, last time was again that RAW with Shannon Baszler, where she, and then and then also Kevin Owens did the the Tony Hawk. So that was it. Was was a mix up. It was up and down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, I digress, man. Let's get into the news. Yeah,
0: no, definitely. I was even going to spin off of that because this that's what's been buzzing a lot is this whole you know third you know I won't say third hour, but this extra half hour commercial free. Brock Lesnar's return is heavily promoted. You know, it's like. It's so weird because that
1: but that hours on FS one, right? Yeah,
0: and that's the thing is okay. a lot of people are I think are overlooking that fact because when they do move to FS one, their viewership does go down quite a bit. But Rampage itself has not had consistent numbers for the last Friday, especially yeah, considering been, since the first dance, right? That's, un, that's so, unbiased. It's yeah, just being yeah, what it is. Exactly. Yeah, but, so but uh, I will say he was uh, Tony Khan, he's made some rounds uh on this uh round of news, I will say, because He, uh, first, he was on Barstool Sports, and he had said, you know, quote, it's the second time they've chosen to put their wrestling head-to-head with mine. The last time they did it, it didn't happen overnight. But from the start, AEW consistently did better numbers than NXT, and we eventually won that war, and AEW is now the Wednesday night show, and Wednesday night Dynamite has had a great run. On Friday, we're doing a half-hour head-to-head with Rampage, which is new. I put my show on consciously after SmackDown, knowing there is a huge audience of people that watch that show, and a lot of people are going to watch Rampage, which is yeah, at least been, he's
1: transparent about that because we yeah. kind of just been,
0: you know. Yeah, but it's kind of weighed down by this kind of – hypocritical if you know the numbers he says which has been a hit for tnt that's what yeah yeah you know again yeah yeah. it says they're literally gonna do a half hour head-to-head that's fine we'll see what happens i'm not saying for sure we'll win and maybe the odds are against us in some ways but we're going to do the better show i know if you don't believe me watch the go-home show of raw they did last night because it sucked which this was a tuesday and i remember watching this and i remember the interviewer even said oh okay yeah talk your shit he goes no i mean am i like Really watch that three hours? Like, did they do anything with that go home for you know? And, and it's kind of like they, they really. I mean, I heard the review. There was a few see, things, but I mean, like nothing that made you go, "Oh, I can't wait to see I'm, Crown Jewel."
1: I'm kind of confused. How how is it a a go home if it's of Crown Jewel? Is Crown it's not today, right? As uh, he record, I mean, because wouldn't that make it today if it's the go home?
0: Shit, is it today?
1: I'll double check because if so, it came on at ten a.m. ten thirty today. <laughs> That's this, right, yeah. But I was looking around and I didn't see anybody I, talking yeah, about I didn't it, bro. See any like, spoilers either. The only thing I have seen was like uh, Mansour and Mustafa Ali hyping up their match. Yeah, yeah. Um, now
0: I'll see if I could find a. Uh, yeah,
1: no, I. I'll see if I could if I could check it while while you're going through. Oh, okay, but for sure. it's just funny to me because he's like. Just, I didn't hear about that part, like, oh, this is the second time. It's like, we cut the head off the snake, and, and we we took their fucking rattler known as Adam Cole. <laughs> Dude. It's like, we'll do this again. We don't
0: give a fuck. <laughs> it's, it, it, I will say he's been up and down with how uh, he seems like he's getting more comfortable with, like, we'll we'll take you guys on head on. Like, TK, and, he's, like, really, like, yeah, in, that, yeah. in that realm now. And, so. and, and
1: I was saying, like, you know, I know he's feeling it because he's like, yeah, we're way above where we wanted, you know, we expected to be business model-wise yeah. where we're at. But it's like. All right, calm down, young grasshopper, though. Like, yeah, you know what for I mean? sure. because, Well, you know.
0: I will say this, yeah, because when you get too excited, you s- kind of find yourself making bad... It's next madness. week. It's next week. Oh, it's next week. Yeah. Uh, when you get too excited, uh, or maybe overconfident, you find yourself making Maybe accidental, careless, ca- careless mistakes because yeah. it's been uh, or recently, not considering certain things yeah, it yeah, was before. Yeah. Not at all, especially being more of a public figure with uh, the addition of AEW under his, you know, uh, belt. Uh, I would say, it's um, too you know, rich. W- w- yeah, yeah, with the football in the football league and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, Tony Khan basically he was at a uh, recent Jacksonville Jaguars game, and uh, there's a Twitter username at uh, Surya S U R Y A underscore capital K capital L underscore and he managed to get a screenshot of this photo where he's basically holding this notebook and the side that's facing him doesn't you know you can't see but the other side cuz it's an open notebook right oh so uh, one oh, of those okay, three, like saying. those three ring or not rings, but, type but of situation. yeah like a spiral notebook yeah. You know? yeah. and so on that piece that's facing you know the camera of sorts is what seems to be a uh, the full gear card written on a piece of paper. Dope. And yeah, and, and so <laughs> Homer voice. Dope. Yeah, but but you know it is. It's not as legible as I mean because it's it's you know screenshot. You got to see. Yeah, it and it, 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 you start it, it, losing some of it. Some of the resolutions. But yeah. yeah, exactly. But it is worth saying this before I kind of reveal what seems to be the proposed uh, card. Is that you know you know case, I, I
1: will, we'll give them ten, five seconds. If you guys don't want to hear this, no spoilers.
0: Yeah, we'll give you five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and and just just remember this: plans can always change between now and then, especially especially now. (laughs) Yeah, that's become you know, yeah, pretty. uh, I won't say private, but public, and you know, there are a lot of uh, several scribbles and notes that are hard to make out. But you know, and I'm not going to tell you. I mean, there were also noted that there were certain names circled, which would make you think they're penciled in to win that match. I am not going to share that with you guys out of just the sheer integrity of the show. Like, we're not going to do that. Uh, There are some that I know, and we'll it'll be interesting to see what happens, and if they happen, I'll reveal it then. How about that? But uh, so far. It looks like uh I'll go from the bottom to the top. Uh Lucha Brothers taking on FTR, mm. uh Cody Rhodes versus and there's three different people, either Malachi Black, uh Andrade Idolo, mm. or Miro, which I thought were all interesting. Uh, those are
1: actually all really good. But yeah, doing thing. I about feel like how, how they get there. I feel like the crowd would be much more on a Miro side. Yeah. I mean, especially when you think about uh Brandy being back, you could definitely yeah. try to try to pull the trigger. And on the thing a, is too. On a uh, uh, Lana, yeah, type yeah, that, of that'd be cool. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: But I will say, between the three, though, all of them are gonna—they're a little bit more over than Cody will be. So that's well, not Andrade gonna... is
1: a little—I mean, he has been getting lackluster reactions, so that might be good for him. as yeah, only true. that's why I thought that might be a, a change of pace for him. Because if it's Malachi again, yeah, they're not. I mean, after what you were saying, and I think you may have news about what he said about being heel or whatever. Yeah. It's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're not, you know what I mean? If he's not turning heel, they're not going to, you know, it just doesn't make sense. They could do a double turn here, but it doesn't make sense because, I mean, I'm sorry, but I love Malachi just showing up and kicking people's heads up and saying, oh, I accept. Yeah,
0: (laughs) definitely. But uh, yeah, so we have Lucha Bros versus FTR. Cody Rhodes versus any of the three, uh, malachi Andrade, or Miro. Young Bucks taking on Jurassic Express. Um, Hmm. Christian Cage taking on Adam Cole, Bebe. Hmm. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill. Hmm. Uh, Britt Baker versus Blank for now. So that's interesting. Uh, we have CM Punk going against Wardlow, which a lot of people think could be a catalyst to keep him busy before we get, uh, him hopefully, in, you know, MJF. Him MJF yeah. yeah. We have MJF cool. taking on Darby Allin. Uh, looks like Inner Circle versus American Top Team, which makes me think whatever happens in Miami. Is gonna end up in a skirmish where maybe it's gonna take all members of Inner Circle or something. Yeah, because
1: you know? I mean, even uh, when you're thinking about when you just said seeing the CM Punk thing, I was thinking I'm like, okay, I see that coming in. If he's gonna help him out, if say like Wardlow takes out Sting, that's what I was anime, thinking as well. So yeah. I could see why that, yeah, that could be. You could easily do a go home tag
0: team match right there. Yeah, I you know. mean, dude, I booked it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you get the, all, <laughs> the faces that, are, that have similar enemies or whatever, like, you know, or enemies from the same camp or like, whatever. The,
1: the, the, these bugs have been uh, being a. Uh, 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 a prick in your ass, like, yeah, yeah let, let's uh, let's try to see if we can make some uh, organic, yeah, organic magic here, yeah,
0: but yeah, uh, was that it? Yeah, I know. I mean, obviously, Kenny Omega versus uh, Hangman Page, uh, it seems like that's where he's gonna be cashing in, um, at, at uh, instead, you know, because he has the opportunity at some point yeah. down the line, so I think, yeah, he kinda... it's weird
1: because they said that they, I think they announced another eliminator tournament when everyone was like, well, why when there's already a chip that yeah. that's one so it's oh, kind of weird yeah. oh,
0: okay so we got that and uh this is this would be going ahead of the kenny omega page match uh and a lot of people are presuming this would be for number one contender but brian danielson taking on john moxley oh man yeah yeah
1: that's kind of mm. mm-hmm. you yeah, know what i so. like about i mean and i don't want to you know because this is the thing <laughs> How many times have I heralded AEW for keeping their freaking mouth shut, and that's why a lot of things, the magic is still there for a lot of wrestling fans as far mm-hmm. as, like, the kayfabe and behind-the-curtain stuff. Um, this is, like, WrestleMania bill territory. and not saying that the bill is of WrestleMania territory. I'm saying that, you know, around that time of year when the, the, the card gets leaked and people are like trying to figure out if they're still going to go that way. And if so, you're like, no, they'll probably do something else. And then you're like, oh, they, they actually still went that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is not that bad where you're like, I want to kind of see how it does work out to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, if they were to change some of it, I wouldn't be mad. But it's a pretty solid card if that's where they're yeah, going. Yeah, I was going to gonna say,
0: I'm just more curious on who would be filling in that role for Britt Baker's opponent and then who they'd settle on for Cody. I think that's the only thing. But, yeah, to me, it doesn't sound bad at all, especially for a full gear card. You know, Maybe, it's, maybe it's not, there's
1: somebody coming in. I, don't, I can't imagine That's the who, only thing but... I was
0: thinking. Uh, and I did hear that Ryo uh, Mizunaki, uh, the one who won the tournament oh, uh, oh and yeah, faced yeah, Shida, yeah, but lost uh, – uh, I think she beat Nyla in the in the finals. She's uh, I guess back in the U.S., so who knows? Maybe she'll be participating in that uh, TBS title tournament soon. Who knows? But I think Rio's supposed to be in it as well. But okay.
1: A lot of people are like, "Man, if y'all don't give Jake Hargill that belt," I'm like,
0: "Yeah, a lot." Of not, if she swing, not if she's
1: swing. Now she keeps swinging a chair like that, and with her size, I'm sorry. A little bit, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, tell, yeah, I was gonna say I didn't want to spoil bad, it, but, but I was it seemed like, like
0: she was worried about hurting Rosa for sure. But, yeah, uh, speaking, yeah. Uh, just one more thing on Tony Khan. He yeah, did yeah. confirm, and all people have been trying to figure out what. Going on, are we going to see Bray Wyatt soon?
1: Yeah, um, you know
0: there was speculation of him coming in during the uh, the uh, was the Rochester show that they just had, and um, but he has uh, commented uh, lately. He was uh, doing an appearance for WFAN's Moose and Maggie show. Uh, he was asked about the possibility of uh, you know the former Universal Champion joining the AEW fold, and uh, he revealed you know he says uh, quote He's a great wrestler, and I have to be honest, we haven't talked at all. I've known him in personal life, but in reality, we just haven't talked. But you know never know. And that's all he said, you know, so.
1: Because he doesn't know who the fuck Bray Wyatt is. Bray Wyatt's
0: dead. I mean, it also. He's spoken to Wyndham. <laughs> well, to add to the, to, to, you know, all the uh rumors and innuendo, I guess it was recently rumored that, you know, obviously he's been involved in some serious negotiations with Impact. Uh But however, yeah, there's other reports saying there's currently no deal in place to those, to to strengthen those rumors. So uh the beats seem to see. Where he ends up, because I believe he's got maybe another 25 days or so until his non compete is done. So, or I think it's right. No, actually, less. I think think it's right before. uh, I can't. I I know it's right before, if not the week of Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's the 23rd or the
1: 29th. I think it's the Thursday
0: before Halloween. Hmm. Yeah, if I'm not correct. But, uh, yeah, so uh, if I'm not that, mistaken. Yeah, but going back to what you were saying, Cody Rhodes. Uh, yeah, as we were talking about, his public opinion has been swaying back and forth, obviously with the arrivals of new talent like Adam Cole, obviously Amalekai Black. Like, just kind of names people want to see a little bit more than Cody Rhodes. Um, you know, and me being a fan as well, I've noticed the uh, shift in, uh, you know, hometown love that he used to have when he was addressing the crowd, whether it was like post-Dynamite or whatever, but recently, you know, a lot of people have been calling for him to just turn heel, but he has made some comments addressing that, saying, quote, this will disappoint so many and maybe it won't. Maybe this will excite, but two things I can guarantee you, and I'm not saying this to wave one hand while you're not looking at the other. I'm telling this from the most honest standpoint. I am not going to turn heel on this company, and I would retire before I ever did that. Now, I'm the head of the community outreach group. I have a little girl now, and I'm not going to be doing any heel stuff on TV. I am not turning heel, and I'm not going back on my word to challenge for the title.
1: Man, first yeah. of all, you said you only got until four. You're giving yourself till 40 years old,
0: mm-hmm. meaning
1: your baby girl's not even one yet. So you got, what, maybe less than four years. She ain't going to retain none of that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Man, yeah,
0: right? It's it's like Yes, yeah, so no I one's... am
1: speaking from a selfish fan point of view. I'm just saying, come on, bro. Like, yeah. I remember, this, this is why, Ring of Honor, him versus Jay Lethal, when he What's came great. out uh, with the reveal of the of the, of the blonde hair yep. and, and the cape, like, on some M. Bison shit with the freaking, the fire pyros, dude, yep. that was awesome. Like, yeah. it, it just, he he embodied, like, that super villain that you'd see on a TV show or, like, a, like a uh, maybe, like, uh, you know, action movie. I loved it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then, like, I get it, but I'm like, all right. And then you got to come in and be Son of Fuego then. That's all I got for you. Yeah, it, it, yeah <laughs> like, it's weird, it,
0: it, I will say. But uh, speaking of titles, uh, you know, we had CM Punk actually make a comment recently with Barstool Sports uh, on his opinion about AEW adding any title divisions or the just the addition of any more titles. Uh, he says, quote, I don't think if everyone or, – or, I'm sorry. if uh, I think if everyone has a title and if everybody's a champion, that nobody's a champion, you know? I think you've got to be really careful with that. I think the TBS title is even pushing it. You know, there's already a woman's title. Do we have the depth in the women's division? Do we have the depth in the men's division to have a secondary title? See,
1: these I, these are questions to ask before you put, you yeah, who before put you, this thing right? out,
0: dude. Since I think yeah. we've been doing pretty good so far, I think Miro brought a lot of credibility to that TNT belt and stabilized it. And obviously Kenny Omega is the AEW champion. It's kind of a touchy subject. I know it's... Uh, I know in 2021, everyone wants to really uh, extol the virtues of women's wrestling. And this isn't a knock. I married a woman's wrestler, you know. I just wonder if we have the personnel to support a secondary or a title that's uh, on even footing with the women's title. I just don't know. Trios, it's the same thing. It's just like, yeah, there's a lot of stables that have three people. And yeah, you can have me tag with Sting and Darby. But again, if everyone's a champion, nobody's a champion. There needs to be, in my opinion, less titles, but we'll see how it goes. I'm sure all <laughs> the women will prove... Prove me wrong, and I'm okay with that. Maybe instead of another woman's title, maybe women's tag belts. But then again, I don't know. Women's tag belts before trios belts, I'll say that.
1: The trios thing is a little bit different mm-hmm. because the trios would, uh you know, obviously mean that it's exclusive to the man, uh, men's roster, mm-hmm. uh, I would think, you know. Yep. And because of that, there's way more depth to support that. Uh, division than there would be for the women. There's a lot of you know, there's a lot of groups that have more than three members, but you can put three together to you know yeah. throw in there, and then you can still have two other guys in that same group be in a different direction. You know, it all it also helps give other people direction instead of just. Always being there to freaking be on dark and stuff all the time. You know yeah, I mean? I mean,
0: even in my head, I could think of you know, like you got the Hardy Party, you can use. Yeah, I mean, they don't have the to keep doing the same thing. Can do with, it. Yeah, like Dark Order can do it probably twice over. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, there's enough guys to support. I mean, the the Death I mean, Triangle,
1: Eddie Eddie J- Moxley, and and, yeah. and maybe somebody else they find. I mean, yeah, I mean,
0: well, I like I they keep tagging those three together: Darby and 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 Eddie and mock so it kind of makes well, yeah. sense well
1: punk already he's always he's already calling dibs over here uh,
0: well i think he, <laughs> he was, was he was saying like i get why you would tag us up but i don't think i need to be a yeah. trios champ for you know? me so. i
1: i understand where he's coming from with the tbs thing because that was my biggest concern like i, didn't, I don't mind the mid card, but at the same yeah. time it seemed like they already kind of have a focus on it's, two different it's breaking
0: ground but yeah um, i don't think they've elevated the women's title just yet well, it's on the right person but i don't think it's on the same level as the men's. Yet. Well, for
1: me specifically, is the fact that they keep introducing the NWA Women's Championship. Very every, true. You know what I mean? So it's like. It's almost like it's they NWA already have two belts. Now it's almost yeah. like a third belt. You know what I mean? Well,
0: it's weird because I think maybe I mean obviously it's part of their business relationship or working relationship. Yeah, absolutely. With the, it's with, like with floating. You know what I mean? But yeah. you can't ignore. You're right. I mean, NWA just has an established credibility to it. You know, so I, I totally get. And to they've
1: it. had they've had featured matches on their on their uh, programming yeah. with it. So you know they can't really run away from that. But yeah. anyways,
0: I was gonna say speaking of trios, um, and I know you had a, a note on Daniel Bryan or not Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to drop that in a second. Uh, But I was just going to say 2.0, they were on AEW Unrestricted talking about how they came to pair with uh, Daniel Garcia, which I... Danny Boy? Yeah, Danny Boy, which I think is... It's going to be hard for me not to say this in their voices because the way they talk, you know? Come on. But uh, Matt Lee says quote I guess Tony had an idea of the six man tag he wanted us to use uh, Moxley Darby and King together as a trio and he had that idea so he paired us with Daniel Garcia to get it done and it just messed really well that match could not have gone any better for us it really could not have uh, Jeff Parker says uh, the pairing has been absolutely absolutely fantastic I really couldn't have asked for anybody better to be paired up with and it's always a terrifying thing when you, get, uh, when you just get thrown together with somebody because chemistry is a big thing uh, Lee adds you have no idea we were kind of familiar with them. he's a northeast guy from uh, buffalo and he would wrestle in our area in montreal so we were familiar with him tony uh, had us do this promo i guess to announce the match for dynamite and it just clicked we just fed off each other and he listened and we listened to his ideas and it just meshed so well we could not ask for more uh, and um uh Parker was just saying, too, we were actually talking the other day at TV. It was just kind of like we've been together for a few months, but it feels like it's been years. Very fast friends. I love that kid to death. He's so freaking talented. He just wants to learn and wants to get better every single time. And what I love about it is this dichotomy of life or, or like you have us that are really over the top and loud and say a bunch of ridiculousness. And then Lee, uh, he finishes saying, and he brings that ass-kicking edge to him. He brings the the edge, and we both wear red and black. So how are we not going to team? So I thought that was, you know.
1: I mean, the only thing missing is, like, just the common thread. Yeah. Because they're two very different characters, like you said, which, yeah, they are – uh, like I, I've I've been getting uh, a little bit more into Garcia.
0: Yeah, same. He
1: kind of just uh, honestly just came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, dude. And and, and then he, it, he, he he's had a, match in a really against, good
1: spot in a yeah. really good spot. You I know?
0: saw I was doing uh, doing some tape on or watch the tape on him. He had a match against Tyler Rust apparently. In oh, okay. NXT. I didn't even know he you know so. Jeez, okay. And I heard I think he may came out like one of the the prospect. Uh, same thing with Wheeler Yuta. Like I think both those oh, guys okay. came out of like the ROH prospect tournament or something like well, that and just caught the that? guy caught the eye of some people. So
1: I, that must have been on like the uh, the YouTube stuff that I, yeah I must probably that because yeah. I would have definitely would love to see that um but yeah it's interesting definitely mm-hmm. interesting but um yeah
0: yeah uh, I, yeah I just had two more things for uh, a, on AEW side but uh yeah I don't know if you uh, did you want to talk about the Brian Danielson thing or
1: I mean I guess I mean is, is it relative to anything <laughs> uh, No I just figured since we're doing AEW no, I thought I, no. I guess when you said when you brought him up I thought you had something relative to him to where I could bounce off it but yeah you know, oh, I might no. as well get it out now. Yeah. Um, now he was just there was just a quote going around uh, throughout the week where he just was talking about uh, his time with WWE. You know, obviously he's been real complimentary of that. He hasn't been you know making any effort to, to trash any any mm-hmm. of the personnel or talk about any you know in a negative light any of his uh, experiences being over there and all that. And I mean, otherwise been real blessed and happy to have every you know the whole experience you know just to begin with. Yeah. Um, and everything he was you know what I mean just afforded being there. Uh, as a result, but um, he was talking about, you know, when he was more or less uh, forced to retire, as he calls it. And, you know, a lot of us were saying that obviously we we're thinking this had to do with his health, and uh, obviously it did, but more so like the concussion stuff and, and you know, just not, you know, wanting to uh, really risk his health anymore than, than he had at the time. But he was saying that it actually wasn't the concussions at all. It was, uh, I guess there was a lot of times where he would lie uh, about whether it's his condition, um, you know. I mean, that's just that old wrestler mentality. You know? I mean, we heard yeah. about it before with him and Triple H and him stopping the match and him just being mad and uh, I, I, don't, I don't. You don't tell me to stop yeah. my matches. Mm-hmm. I tell
0: you know what I mean. That whole thing and that, that that pride too of yeah. just being a, a uh, you know athlete. Yeah, just
1: and just yeah, wanting. I mean, just yeah, like you say, you just let me at least do what I can You're do. The, but, let me finish it. Yeah, yeah let you. me at least do what I can do to finish it at least in some way properly, even mm-hmm. if it's not according to plan. To still get the The designated result, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, ever the professional, uh, obviously, Brian Danielson. But yeah, he's talking about, I guess he was lying a couple of times uh, pertaining to his condition and stuff like that. And, uh, they ended up finding out about it. So a lot of it was them, like, not being able to trust him and his word when it came to his uh, his own, uh, uh, you know, physical health. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, mental as well when it comes to, uh, you know, blows to the head, concussion uh, research and all that stuff. But he had said a lot of it was him kind of like, you know, more or less sitting on the sidelines having to learn to, to earn that trust back with them because – um, you know, it wasn't that he wasn't able to do what he could do. He just wasn't cleared. And, you know, when he started doing his own, you know, kind of personal research and kind of outsourcing and, you know, booking his own doctor appointments and, and, you know, getting to talk to a lot of the people that he, who he called were the best of the best within the field, uh, within that research, um, he was able, you know, to really get, uh, you know, things passed and, and cleared and, You know, really uh, learn different techniques for him to be able to finally get back to, you know, the physical, you know, peak form that he needed to get to and to be able to be told that, hey, you actually can uh, still do this, this thing that you love so much, you know. So um, and what you know, I I think it was things happen for a reason the way that they happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, obviously at that point is for the betterment of his own health and them really trying to look out for him because at the end of the day, they're like, something happens, dude. We're not trying to be liable for that shit. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you know, we're trying to protect you from yourself. Because we still don't really trust you,
0: you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, exactly, and it, it's an understandable uh, standpoint from both sides. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: to be preemptive that way, I don't, I don't blame them, especially because they're already feeling like they're behind the eight ball. Yeah, seeing as he's been lied to the whole time, and, right? and then so. just
0: it's the trope of you know you don't want to be hurt when you're on top because you'll lose it all, uh, and yeah. you, you know so you're not always a hundred percent. With everyone because everyone could be trying to jump on your spot. You know, it's, it's yeah, a whole dude. thing. You know? and, and you know what? And now, look at Daniel. Daniel wasn't supposed to make it, you know, so. I mean,
1: it, it, see, but you know what's funny is, uh, the, you know, to peek back on, on that and I think about it, there was another quote that I think is worth putting out there because he was talking about guys like him and Omega and Punk right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Punk, you know, he, he got asked recently, like, how does he feel now that he's back in the ring? He's like, I feel like trash. <laughs> you know what I mm-hmm. mean? But it, it's like getting, you know, acclimated uh, again to all that stuff and all that. But. You know, they, Daniel was talking about, uh, I'm sorry, Daniel Sin was talking about how, you know, back then, you know, there was these schedules that were kind of like, you know, you had to cut these schedules, basically, and guys didn't have time to be hurt, and if they did, they had to, you know, mm, guys true, were on yeah. pills and painkillers and, pain and, and yeah. you know, no time to deal with depression and improperly dealing with that stuff. because
0: yeah, they got to go do signings yeah, and, and you know, interviews or whatever, but, yeah. But,
1: but, but he was talking about them, you know, him, you know, yeah, you know, the video guy, game playing straight edge guy, like... Dude, we're trying to change the culture backstage, not just in front of the ring, backstage too. Like, we're trying to live. Like, we all have kids. We're trying to, you know, actually be able to still be alive and watch them grow, you know? And it was just, I thought that was really important to put out because it was like, yeah, I mean, you guys don't have to be on the road 300. You know, days of, uh, of the year addicted to painkillers because you don't have enough time for your body to heal. Like, yeah,
0: no, and and, and, and and
1: having to venture down that. I mean, so many, so many have. You know what I mean. Yeah. So and you know, you talk about people dying young as a result, and them, you know, trying to really preserve everything. So. You know, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was just one of those things that was worth uh definitely adding yeah, on. No know, problem.
0: So. Well speaking of another Brian, Brian Cage uh recently took to uh dynamite download. Uh, I'm not too sure. I guess it might be some sort of interview uh Is that like a- like w- a
1: what was it? Live war would they have they had <laughs> something <laughs> like that back in the day on WWE.com? Yeah, something
0: like that, yeah. But uh, he was basically reflecting on his run with the F T W title to so quote the F T W title which I never asked for, it was handed to me. <laughs> Yeah, it says it was handed to me. It was cool. It was neat, but it wasn't anything I asked for or anything I needed. More so, we never really did that much with it. It was cool, but I don't know. I was indifferent on the whole thing. Obviously, with how it all ended, it doesn't sit very well with me. The more we've gotten, uh, or the more we've gotten to with this thing, it has taken longer than it probably should have to have gotten there. And now at this point, yes, I want my retribution, and I still want to beat Ricky Starks when it's one on one. But at the same time, I'm almost okay with moving on just to move on. I'm caught in the middle where I wanted a Team Taz is barred from ringside stipulation, but at the same time, the idea of finally moving away from Team Taz feels damn good as well. It's a little open-ended with that long-term storytelling. We could uh, fall back to it. But come this weekend, if we move in a totally different direction, I think he's referring to uh, Dynamite this weekend, uh, I'm not going to be terribly upset with it. And then, But then he kind of goes back and starts speaking in character uh, about kind of what went wrong with him and Team Taz, saying... Quote, I was like, look, Taz, you don't really care about me or how I look or am represented. You just care about how you look. You're trying to live vicariously through me. I thought uh, he was going to ask me to do the Taz mission. I was like, don't ask me to do the fucking Taz mission. I thought it was more of that than anything else. We had more and more disagreements of how we could see things. It obviously wasn't working out. I didn't butt heads with Will or Hook. It was more Ricky trying to steal the spotlight and Taz trying to live vicariously through me. Even Taz and Ricky bumped heads a little, so it was a little love triangle, he said
1: so i mean i i like give me more of that instead of yeah. the the complaining you know what i mean to yeah. do more character work to, to make me want to invest in you than having mm-hmm. you know what i mean these i mean it's not i know it's not him you know what i mean i know it's it's his wife and all that stuff but yeah. i mean i didn't mind hearing about this you know what i'm saying yeah. which is a growth for me that,
0: that's why I brought but it to, you know how i got heat with the kids so, but you know, but, you know I, <laughs>
1: but the funny thing about it is like i mean he, it's funny how he doesn't remember. Like, the only reason why I had to bring it up is because Mox was gone for two weeks. Yeah. They had to push the match back because of the COVID stuff. Oh, but they, that's had to, right, they had to yeah. do something to still try to make him look good in the, in, the, uh, the, the in, between in between time. Yeah,
0: that's right. You know,
1: so like, and I'm like, then they just kind of got stuck with this, this title. But I'm like, I, honestly, if they move on and, like you said, they leave it open ended, yeah, they can always go back to that. I yeah. mean, because at the same time, I like to think that Taz can do more than just beef with themselves. And uh, anyone that's like a cult classic or cult favorite like a Darby or a CM Punk because they haven't done nothing else.
0: Yeah, no, nah, seriously. You know I, mean? I will so, say, And I'm not mad if like And I want Starks... to see Ricky
1: do it. Yeah, I want to say Ricky do it. I mean, I don't want to call him mini. Like, he reminds me of the rock, early rock, yeah, right? Yeah. With, 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 just with the shirts and that, I mean, him holding the title reminds me of the big like Rama Bull title, low oh, key. You gotcha, know what I'm saying?
0: Because gotcha. I was even gonna say I wouldn't be mad if if him and Hobbs ch- uh, chased the tag titles. Yeah, not know, at I mean, all. Or, I mean, or just got in the division, you know. But uh, you know,
1: better than them trying to push Hook like right now. But yeah, you know, no. <laughs> for, for real, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know what his training is, so I shouldn't be. I should uh, be fair, uh, Oh no, you yeah. good,
0: man. And I just got uh, one more piece of business for on the AW side, then I'll transition to WWE. Uh, Leo Rush uh, apparently he was recently on Oral Sessions Renee Paquette's uh, podcast, as you guys know, and uh, he had made a comment uh, where he said, uh, you know, quote. Tony Khan is such a great guy. That played a huge part in me uh, wanting to be in AEW, too. I didn't want another boss like Vince McMahon. I didn't want another boss like Hunter. Uh, people have different opinions about Hunter, but we always butt heads for different reasons. And I guess this kind of had you know the Twitter sphere up in arms about his comments. So he felt the need to clarify by saying, you know, uh, also... she should shouldn't
1: be, have to, but yeah. that, that's people feeding into exactly. shit that's not there.
0: Uh, it says also Triple H and Vince were great. Never said I was mistreated. I said we butted heads like human beings do, and that's fine. Most of us released during the pandemic were dropped in the blink of an eye and made us feel unwanted. I simply wanted an opposite feeling. Hashtag simple as that.
1: And and I mean, uh, can't hey, argue with that. Is that is that unfair to ask for?
0: Nope, I don't think so.
1: I don't think I mean. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> <laughs> low reps, <laughs> high weights. Man, <laughs> like, yo. Oh, every time. Every time every, I'm hitting it. I'm putting time. it over. i am telling you, bro. But now, nah, shout out to Leo, man, because I, like I said, I like to see uh, good things happen to good people. I'm still, you know, whatever about the character. I like what he's doing with Dante low-key. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he did get Matt Sydal yeah, that, that, that match.
0: Yeah, he did. Uh, so. The
1: only other thing is just the fact that, uh, you know, I'm glad that to see that him and uh, Mark Henry are no longer a thing anymore. So, you know, I thought yeah. that would, uh, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I always have... You know, mm-hmm. I know people are indifferent about him sometimes, but hey man, if someone's doing what they can to make themselves better, Let's
0: well, do it. yeah, nah. Stay, I,
1: either get the fuck out the way or support, bro. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. Ain't, for real. He just ain't, stop retiring all the time. You know? Yeah. That, that's what's that, making that your credibility too. shaky, you know. That what I'm too, saying? yeah. I yeah. can't I can't. Defend and he maybe just
0: stay off of Twitter because that's what got him in negative hot water anyway, from that Emma tweet way back. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, he was a young buck. Yeah, my. Yeah, <laughs> well, I got something on the unbox in a second, but uh, WWE we got some news. Uh, WWE has recently been uh, been accused of leaking AEW information to Year? news outlets. Yeah, uh, it says uh, basically in the latest chapter of this ongoing intercompany warfare, they've been accused of leaking AEW information. Uh, for those who I aren't aware, what that entails, I'm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna get. Oh, to they actually right had so, it. So, okay, yeah. Cool. What it is is so they're speci- uh, specifying the uh, what they call fast nationals. Oh, now, I did. Those, okay,
1: I did see that term. I wasn't familiar yeah, with and that. And for
0: those who aren't familiar what it is is Nielsen ratings ah. don't work over the weekend okay. so when something's happening on Friday and the weekend that rating does not come out till Monday so what happens is over the weekends they have these things called Fast Nationals yep. which yeah. are basically an early comp- uh, uh, you know co- compilation uh, I, I, are uh, they compile all the numbers it's a premature number and it's usually always lower than the actual number come Monday but it's like just something to kind of get you by it's like a over- base yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so and and so what's what is, uh, what's what's very interesting about this is th- this kind of information is not open uh, to the public exactly, freely. Yeah, it costs yeah. like thousands of dollars yeah. to do this. So uh, via Voices of Wrestling, which I know there's been a little bit of uh, uh, you know there's accusations on some of the. Per, you know, pe- those who may be on that team, but... No, regardless...
1: no, the, the ones outside this, this is not someone on the team. Is Uh-oh. That, 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 that person was just retweeting Oh, okay. okay so, yeah, just yeah, it's separate. That, it's then. separate, yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: well, uh, via Twitter on the Voices of Wrestling account, uh, you know, this is kind of where this lead came from, alleging that, uh, you know, this leak was going on. Uh, for Rampage specifically, he says, uh, quote, Here's the scoop. WWE is leaking the Rampage Fast Nationals. This was tipped off to us and then confirmed by at least one of the outlets that has been reporting them. Come up with your own motivations, but that's who is feeding it to the news sites. My theory is that their strategy is to present Rampage as AEW being weak. SmackDown airs on the same night, so it's great PR to compare the numbers, especially since the general public has no understanding of what a good number is at Friday on, or on a Friday at 10 p.m. at night. Uh, It also is notable that these leaks weren't happening until Rampage began to level off in viewership. Find me a Fast Nationals headline for the punk return on Rampage for the first dance, being number one on cable, meaning, like, that wasn't so, Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. Yeah, so WWE can only claim AEW is in competition for so long, so PR leaks and 2.5-hour SmackDowns were inevitable, in my opinion. Well,
1: I mean, you also, and I got something else about that, but it's, like, it's funny because you're, like, thinking, like, in their head, like, hey, it's cool. Even though NXG is teetering off, we still got Peacock. They don't have yeah. a network to, to reply on. You know yeah, what I mean? Right? So it's like, oh, well, we'll just we'll just run them out of business. But like, um, but more on that is like, you know, they were talking about the new. Uh, I, I think it's called the USB, yeah. uh, arena. Mm-hmm. So the first person that that I heard talk about doing a show there was AEW, and then all of a sudden I see that that WWE is doing a show there too. And when you compare the ticket sales. It's wide off. Like, they've only sold, I think, like 700 tickets, WWE, and they've sold up to, uh, I'm sorry, 500. They sold up to 7,000 in the AEW thing. But so much so that they are actually trying to book Roman Reigns to make a Monday Night Raw appearance for what that show is. Oh, wow. To see if they can, like, up the ticket sales. And I'm
0: like, bruh. See, it's funny you say that, and I was going to wait to bring this up, but I don't know if you guys have heard... Uh, TLC, the pay per view, which is usually yeah. broadcasted in December, was canceled by WWE. And I think what makes it very interesting was it was set to take place in Chicago, right? Uh, on December 19th, uh, but per Dave Meltzer, Uncle Dave, on Wrestling Observer Radio, he says instead uh, there's an event called WWE Day One, which is yeah. taking place on the 1st of January 2022, that is theoretically being counted as the, the uh, December pay-per-view. He says, quote, the decision was made that originally there was going to be a pay-per-view in Chicago at the All-State Arena. No and, freaking yeah, right? way. And the feeling is now that doing 12 a year and the December pay-per-view will actually Be January 1st in Atlanta. The idea of doing January 1st rather than do mid late December, then they're still going to do Royal Rumble as a January pay per view. A lot of people were wondering when they moved the December Chicago date from being a pay per view to being a television taping who's going to get the pay per view, and the answer is that there's no pay per view. And I'll just be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. All State Arena is AEW country, one hundred percent. And like and they, put,
1: they, they pulled a Vince McMahon on Vince McMahon, yeah, right. And on
0: top of that, I think it's they—they're already going to have problems selling it out. And then you look at it's mid-December. Right, where money is a little bit more scarcer because of Christmas shopping, yeah, you know. So, I don't buy that. Oh, and and you have to also remember
1: that that uh, they always do a Thanksgiving episode back in Chicago in that same building,
0: yeah, exactly. Every year,
1: uh, what's it called? AEW does, yeah, so and so it's like they're like, oh, yeah, they're they're gonna be there, like, nah. It's, I don't know. It's so weird because I did hear about the day one thing, though, since like the beginning of this year. That's something they trademarked. Yeah. So I already knew they were good planning on doing that. I heard they were going to do like a back-to-back taping, like it's like a pay-per-view and then the Monday Night Raw after or something, but mm-hmm. that may have changed. Uh, I mean, obviously everything changed this gotcha. year based oh, on yeah. a lot of things. So, um, But yeah, that is interesting um, about the, uh, the All-State thing. I did not hear about that at all, but that makes sense because I don't – I mean, because it was weird enough that they ran in the same building. Um, yeah. I think a A, week from each other. Yeah, Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, Uh,
0: but speaking of um, the other company, from uh, something happened on Twitter yesterday that I'm just going to try to go through step by step. Uh, Hit row, you know, newest acquisition to to, uh, Friday Night SmackDown top dollar. Seemingly uh, looks looks like he called out the Young Bucks on Twitter, Uh, not by name, but uh, basically at least that's what they're alleging. Yeah, it definitely seems like that because he put out a tweet that said, "Quote." Some of y'all favorite wrestlers only wear sneakers on camera to seem cool and hip, but in real life, they rock Vans and Asics exclusively, but y'all not ready to have that conversation with a zippered mouth emoji. To this, uh, MVP says, names or you capping? And then, of course, he put in parentheses to be a boomer, like AJ. (laughs) Did I say that right? Not AJ Francis, AJ Styles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And I have some more in AJ Styles following this. Uh, And Top Dollar responded saying, I prefer not to mention members of the competition, but if you watch their show, they tell on themselves, crying, laughing emoji.
1: I mean, see, the competition could be raw, right? Uh, True. In in a sense, but... Um, because I was gonna say it could be Edge. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, he started wearing the, the Jordan ones.
0: <laughs> very, very true. Uh,
1: but like I said, I I I mean the the buck the, the bucks with the sneakers thing that that's not new. They just kind of overhauled it. As far as me watching it, I mean, uh, I mean, I guess you know they could just be only on camera since I've only seen it on BTE, right? But, yeah, true. But at the same time, like I think I said to you off camera, I'm like I think it's more specifying Kenny Omega because he's like acting like relatively new to the sneaker.
0: Retail game, right? You know, the whole stock-ex But think about who he hangs out with, too, though. Yeah, no, No. see, I
1: understand that. But when you say, oh, some of y'all favorite wrestlers, I'm like, well, he's one of the ones everyone always heralds. He was a top, you know, the one out of the the PW100. Yeah. All that good stuff. And obviously, he's part of the competition, you know, back what he says. But I'm I'm also saying from experience, you never really see, like, Kenny always kind of wore, like, a training shoe before all of a sudden, like, shorts, a redcon Tank or I something, mean, he you was know, into like... it
0: at one point. Just, I think it's one of those things where he's uh, acquired it as part of his new heel persona. In the, yeah, in that's the States, what I, yeah, that's what, what I'm mean? saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh after this, you know, people of course started coming for Top Dollar like left and right. I know Voices of Wrestling had basically. Aired him out saying he's accomplished nothing yet, and he's calling out a stars. Yeah, they're stars like a guy and,
1: that's been here for only a cup of coffee. Yeah, basically that people, like, if he left tonight, nobody would remember he existed. The, yeah. I was like, okay, calm down. Yeah, bro. that was a,
0: yeah, but he started kind of blocking people for, uh, that were hating on him. But of course people then started hating him for blocking the people that are hating him, which is just kind of Twitter logic. That's but uh, it got to a point where Big Swole was trying to, you know, kind of cool down the flames being funny. She had put out this tweet of saying all this over some damn shoes. And so she took a shoe that looked like it was like a screaming, screaming face and put it over, I think it's Hannibal Buress's face uh, uh, from that popular meme from yeah. the uh, Eric Andre show, wow. just to kind of show like, yo, this is kind of ridiculous. But in response, it seems uh, the EVPs, the Young Bucks, have seemingly fired shots back uh, by changing their latest Twitter bio, uh, which, said, which is
1: per usual, but yeah, this is a
0: little bit more specific. Exactly, they just stirring the pot. And they said, "Quote: Spent more on sneakers in September than the entire NXT roster did," which, to me, is just typical. Bucks, we're gonna just we we're not gonna act like they don't exist we're gonna you know
1: hey hey how many of y'all got a book yeah. in the stores do you yeah. think so <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah exactly how many how many Tokyo domes <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
1: that, 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 that should have been the bio that should have been it
0: yes Oh, man. but speaking of Tokyo domes another uh good brother uh, looks like it's maybe potentially thinking about not hanging up the boots just yet following his WWE 10 uh tenure uh, of course t- uh, talking about the phenomenal one aj styles uh, it's been uh you know long reported that he, uh, I think, signed a contract. He got till, swindled. Uh, he got
1: swindled. Well, he <laughs> he
0: signed up till 2025, Ugh. and so, but you know, with all this, oh, new, that hurt my stomach. Well, think about all the money-saving tactics that have gone on, and yeah, the, that's the, true. You know, so who that's knows? True. Even though AJ's probably one of the bigger stars, but he is older, you know, and See, he has said that he does not plan to sign another contract with anybody. Like he would like to retire and spend more time I, at home that. following I mean, this, but. During an Impact Press Pass media call, good brother Dangley Gallows <laughs> was on the call and says, quote, I will say this. I don't know what the schedule is or what kind of surprises Impact Wrestling has in store for the Hall of Fame or Bound for Glory but i would be very remiss if i didn't say that before aj styles hangs up the boots i'm highly confident we will see him in an impact wrestling ring at least one more time oh i'm thinking elsewhere yeah i uh, mean but there's the there's always the open door you yeah, know, I mean, so. I the, Well, this
1: is the thing. It's not gonna happen. He doesn't fuck with CM Punk. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, well, like he's—I don't know what happened between them. He's like super serious about it. But yeah, yeah it's—I it, know that I know Roderick and AJ. Did you know that they had beef at one point? I had no idea. No, idea, no. He uh, Roddy claimed that he—he, he, I mean, he—he uh, he didn't tuck his chin on the on the Styles Clash. Almost mm-hmm. hurt his neck and was going basically telling everybody that would listen that he did it on purpose. Oh, wow. When he was like, dude, I don't control your neck. You're the one who took Controls it wrong. It. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that. Wow. And then another uh, small AJ fact. His song originally was supposed to be made for James Storm. Can you believe that? Which one? The You don't want no. the whole redneck?
0: <laughs> I did hear that. And I, I heard like... so. Yeah, because they were... Thinking about having him in NXT that one yeah, time. Yeah, but right? I was yeah. like,
1: yo, but I still I don't see James Storm coming out to no. some country rap. Like no, I, I don't
0: not country rap. No, I mean, the 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 one he did was it loose necks and Rednecks? That was probably yeah. one of the best ones. He had. And oh, long red yeah, necks, red necks. Yeah, long, yeah, long necks. Because like
1: the even though it's rap, it's like AJ has a little bit of rap in his older like yeah. impact ones, and then like the the organ. You know, he's a real religious guy. Yeah, so I figured I'm the organ thinking, kind of played into it. Like, it. It gives me DMX vibes. It, it gives it, it, me no, no sunshine. A lot of people, because I think, I think he may have came out to that once or twice in the in Japan.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, you know what I mean. But, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, and uh, I mean, take this with a grain of salt because obviously Gallows does have a personal relationship with AJ. But um, Uncle AJ. you know, like we said, twenty twenty five is when it seems like he, he's signed up uh, to WWE till, and maybe it won't be for a full run. It might just be like you said, maybe it's a Hall of Fame thing, a one off appearance. They, Who they, knows? They, but, they, yeah. they did
1: it for Christian that one time back in the day. So yeah, they did. Uh,
0: you know, well, um. I mean, there's always such weird reports of that. I mean, supposedly they said that it was a, a, a talent swap to get Flair over to do the Hall of Fame, and they, Which and they, they lent him there. And yeah, then, they just then kind of forgot about him. Yeah, like, I, I don't get how it goes.
1: Which Vince is like, yeah, we don't need him, fuck him. Nah.
0: Well, speaking of that, um, just want to reiterate, uh, I heard a report last week, Braun Strowman, who uh, oh, recently yeah. made headlines doing the you know, Control Your Narrative. Uh, I think there was another event uh, that he did with uh, who, what's it, EC3. Um, but it's kind of curious off of the heels of that. Apparently there was a, a report saying that it seemed like he was trying to holler at WWE, WWE about a possible return, trying to get his job back. Um, and, you know, it, I don't know what's going on. I mean, they, they did say reportedly he's been in talks with both Impact and AEW as of late. Uh, in the recent weeks, but uh, reportedly from Ringside News, so take it with a big grain of salt, because they don't always have the best sources. Uh, someone from Ringside spoke to a tenured member of the WWE team regarding a potential Braun Strowman return. They were told that if WWE made a offer uh, for Strowman, then he would be back in the fold immediately. However, no offer has been made at this time, and currently there is no interest in Braun Strowman. Which is there's crazy no to interest, think. yeah. Which is crazy. So to it's say. different.
1: It's, that's different than saying we don't have anything for you right
0: yeah. now. Yeah, or we can't afford you. Right? It's it's yeah. It's like whoa, like.
1: Well, it could be that financially we're not interested. That could be, you know, that's the thing. There's no real context behind it, so it could yeah. be certain things. But still, like, I, I mean, I, the last thing I read about Braun uh, was he was like blaming the fans for uh, basically. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this. He said. When I started, uh, or yeah, when I started hating myself, was when I knew I needed to leave WWE. The criticism from the fucking fans, and it's not even the fans, It's the dorks on the internet that opin- whose opinion and couch cushion book shows, uh, and do all the stuff just nonstop talking shit about what we're trying to do. I would love to see any of you get handed a fifteen hundred word, uh, word script on a piece of paper, get fifteen minutes to thirty minutes to try to memorize it, then go out and do it on live TV in front of no one. You can hear your heartbeat standing out there. The nonstop negativity that there is in the wrestling community is so toxic, and it made me hate going to work. It made me hate this stuff. Hmm. The cinematic match with Bray Wyatt, they say it's the worst match they had ever seen. People don't have a clue what went what into doing that. I worked for 28 hours straight trying to get this out, of, out to our fans. I went to work the next day after filming it and wrestled on TV. I got home that night and was taking a shower and collapsed. I had to get an ambulance to come and get me. Jeez.
0: I didn't know all that. Damn, man. But
1: it's, I mean, to Ooh. me, it's still weird. Like, I'm like... Bro, but you're you're still a 400 pound dude that should yeah. not be falling victim to what people say about you on the internet. I get it. You're a public figure, so you can't just exactly escape. Yeah, you know, but social not- media. But you can
0: block people. Nah. You gotta stop. You know, He's kind of being like the cliche. Short tempered big man, you know, you gotta like have a poise. I mean, Lance Archer doesn't go off on people like that. And I hate to go straight to Lance Archer, but I'm thinking of a big man that doesn't just trip that, off that's thick skinned, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. that's
1: yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. but yeah, you reminded me of that. I didn't know if you had heard about that. No, no, not too, at but all, but seems uh, like he's kind of grasping at straws right now, trying to figure out where the hell he's going.
0: Speaking of that, uh, Elias, it seems plans have changed again for him. I know oh, there were some uh, weeks and weeks of vignettes where yeah, he was like was burning real his guitar and all that, but Wrestling Observer reports that WWE had high hopes for Elias's new character and was set to get a new uh, push for that character, but uh, said others not drafted include Elias, who for a few weeks was uh, being groomed for a big return with the idea he would be a serious title contender. Oh. And then suddenly the vignettes have dropped. Mid
1: card? I wonder if that's. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you.
0: Yeah. I mean, Midcar would have been a good place to start. We all said he should have been yeah, the icy, title, at that icy yeah. title like a while ago, yeah, before they changed it, yeah. And uh, to, to go on with more kind of midcard, is we got a, uh, I I think a curious comment from Karrion Cross. Uh, about say his, that three times, first. yeah, Carrying Cross comment from Karrion Cross regarding his ring gear change. He says, Uh, quote, I'm not entirely sure at this point, I had received a briefing about it. I guess it was a creative team conversation, a series of people attempting to expand on the original concept that was presented during NXT. I guess it was a team of people. I mean, the direction I think they were attempting to go in was essentially a gladiator idea. I had introduced the lower body gear at NXT when I competed against Finn Balor to get my title back. My original concept was like, this feels like what the Coliseum days would be like. We're in a circular area with people around us. So that's kind of where that came from. But I think in total... Typical WWE fashion, they take a small thing and they... And they're like, let's, let's exploit it. Let's exploit exactly. it. Exactly. double
1: down, just triple down on it. Like, you know, like the funny thing is you would think they said, oh, a, cre- a creative team got together and, and discussed it. Why isn't the creative team sitting down with the person they're creating ideas with mm-hmm. and discussing it? Yeah. Why is it being discussed and then brought to somebody pre already preconceived? And, and that's the thing is, like, I don't blame a lot of these guys who, you know, they're like, oh, they had all the potential, but they just couldn't do what needed them to do. Maybe because your idea was shit and they couldn't execute it because they don't know what the hell you want from them. But if you kind of do something more relatable or something that they can actually have some input on where they're like, you know, I could really kind of dig my heels into this and actually, you know, just tell you what, I, what I'm what i willing to do yeah. what I can do and try to get my best for it. Like, maybe you'll get different results instead of like, oh, he just couldn't do it. He couldn't cut it. no. Maybe he can't be a clown because he's not made to be a clown if he's six foot, 230 pounds. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I'm not thinking about anybody specific, but just saying, like, you can't just make everybody cookie cutter based on what you think they're going to be. Kane could not be a dentist, which no. is why he's over here as a pyromaniac now. Like, yeah. You know? that, yeah.
0: Nash can't be a wizard named Oz. No,
1: there's, <laughs> you, you know, there's several hits and misses, and, and then sometimes people never recovered. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. like this bad rep just follows him, and it's just like, Man, it's not always how it goes, but you know that—that's I don't know. I—I I, I just you would think with the creative process there'd be more inclusion with input from the person that they're actually trying to freaking pull. You know, yeah. This create, you know, the, the, this push for, you know, it's, it's I don't know, it's crazy. Yeah. Now
0: you good? I just got four things. I'm gonna try to blast them, and uh, we'll probably take a break and jump right into review. But uh, Bronson Reed, uh, you know, he uh, was someone that he said we- bloke up too. <laughs> well, it's it's one of those things that kind of like what you're talking about, like trying to put a. You know, somehow a guy like Bronson Reed, round hole, right? But doesn't (laughs) doesn't fit the mold somehow? Like, like he he was the guy that they could see big and doing future WrestleManias, and then supposedly Vince changed his mind. I'll never understand this. Vince is
1: the guy that walked in uh, to the NXT prospects and was like him, Von Wagner. I could see him wrestle uh, uh, a main event WrestleMania one day. Like word,
0: yeah. really no, not to me. No. And we'll talk more about Van uh, Wagner. Oh, you know, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I... i trust me. It was, I when know. I realized
1: that was the last match that I had to cover, I'm like, you son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> but uh, he did uh, recently speak up, uh, Bronson Reed, or uh, now going by uh, his former Jonah Rock moniker. Uh, he's speaking with Sports Sportskeeda. Uh, he explained that, uh, you know, when he won the North American title, it was with the expe- uh, expectation of being a strong champion that would defend the gold all the way to the end of 2021. That's what uh, I wanted. Yep, but of course, plans change. He says... "Quote The way uh, that big companies, especially WWE, work is that some people get told what their future might hold and where the story might be going further down the track. I was given that by Hunter himself. I worked closely with Shawn Michaels as well. I sort of tracked out that I was going to be North American champion, be that strong North American champion that defends his belt all the way to the end of the year and then eventually face off with the NXT champion. That was the story that was going to happen. But then obviously with WWE, things change on a week to week basis. I believe those things when they uh, or I'm sorry, I believe those things when they happen. Even when they told me I was becoming the North American champion, I was like, okay, I'll wait until it actually happens before I get happy. I didn't expect to be released amongst all of that on top, you know, on top of everything else. So, but uh yeah, very interesting because it's hard not to think, like maybe a showdown with I would assume would be Carrying cross champion versus champion, that would be a good match. I mean, you know, especially he, both being dominant champions.
1: I mean, I could even have seen him like, you know, have sending him out to defend it at different places, like even NXT UK.
0: Yeah, um, mm-hmm.
1: even I mean, him versus like a Walter for that title would have been cool. Oh
0: yeah, oh I mean, that's what's funny. Um, I heard he, um, despite saying he never moved to the U.S., apparently last weekend was spotted in the U.S. It seems like hmm. NXT is trying to use him for things more than UK or not uh, NXT WWE. They're, I mean, there's. I mean, well, I mean they're, they're, they're talking about bringing them in to face Roman, possibly.
1: I okay, so I don't know if I didn't hear that. I heard someone, I think it was Booker T. Oh, that maybe. said that he would like to see them utilize someone like Walter in that way to face someone like you know to be able to to uh, beat Roman. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but he's they're both heels, so it doesn't really make sense unless you're doing bloodline versus uh, Imperium. But, like, it just, you know, again, they're both heels unless you're going to find a way to turn the bloodline face after Brock or I don't know what, you know, it's just, it's a lot that would have to go into that. And I don't think, you know, Booker's not exactly uh, one of the guys throwing paint Mm -hmm. against the wall in the creative room. So, you know what I mean? Well,
0: speaking of heel bloodlines, uh, Divyasi family (laughs) are facing some legal troubles. The Million Dollar uh, Men? (laughs) Yes, apparently uh, Money, Inc. is... uh, being disparred, it seems that uh, the uh, oh, says that T- Ted DiBiase and his sons, uh, Junior and Brett DiBiase, have been ordered to repay millions of dollars of quote misspent or improperly dispersed welfare money. Yeah, I according heard that about to uh, this. Mississippi Today, a federal audit has been completed, and Ted Senior has been ordered to pay uh, a little over seven hundred grand, and that the nonprofit Heart of David Ministries previously received. Uh, Ted Junior has been ordered to return three point. Nine million, Jeez. And while uh, Brett has been, uh, he has to pay back the sum a little bit over $200,000 or almost about, just about a uh, little under three hundred. dollars Yeah. As Man. per the report. Uh, and it's also said that uh, they weren't the only individuals uh, that served demands. It says that State Auditor Shad White's office has served demands for more than $77 million in total for illegal temporary assistance needy of families uh, spending that uh, temporary assistance, I should say. And it said that Brett was previously one of two people that pled guilty within the alleged welfare schemes. So- yeah, I-,
1: I did hear about, because I think I remember telling you, I was like thinking like, oh, I don't know how, he's, how they're going to use, we heard, this is back when you had the rumors that Teb- uh, DiBiase is going to be using NXT soon. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know how that's going to go. I just heard this, you know, from Cornette, because mm-hmm. he had brought it up. I mean, obviously it was all, you know, allegations and stuff like that, but I mean, what are they going to do uh, about the fact – I mean, I'm sure they could find it at a pawn shop, but uh, the actual million-dollar strap, I mean, he, he obviously, you know, tricked uh, you Cameron Grimes out of it.
0: You better pawn that, boy.
1: I mean, he, well, he, well, you uh, know, he, he switched it out on, on Grimes before he ducked out. Yeah. Remember? And he's like, ha another one bites the dust.
0: <laughs> they, better, <laughs> they better do a scheme at the uh, WWE headf- headquarters. Man, try to go, get I, I was
1: going to say, like, you know, that would be funny if, like, the next week though, all of a sudden, like, they show uh, – Cameron Grimes like watching the TV. He's like, "Oh damn
0: it, that <laughs> damn Ted DiBiase!" <laughs> He'd be the ones you know. He'd <laughs> be the ones you oh, know. Man. Oh man! It's like, yeah. who, who would have known he was actually in NXT trying to duck the law, <laughs> right? Like he's he was like, ducking the heat because <laughs> his
1: name's not real. this real name's not Ted DiBiase. That's why they couldn't find him. Oh, there <laughs> they, you go. they just were going, I don't know, dude. But uh, quickly, um, uh,
0: just one, uh, uh, two more things. So, one's about Jerry Lawler, uh, which. Might be a slightly eyebrow raising, and the last is about something Chelsea Green had said about Tessa Blanchard, who we uh, reported looks like she'll be returned to the pro wrestling world as she signed with World of Wrestling or Women of Wrestling, I should say, uh, superheroes. But Jerry Lawler. Uh, a lot of people have noticed he has not been used in commentary for about a year and a half. And he's claiming it's because he's been unofficially canceled by WWE. Uh, I guess he did a mm-hmm. virtual signing with k WrestleFest recently where he expressed that he feels he was pulled off commentary after being what he calls unintentionally racist on commentary. Uh, apparently, uh, there was a... I ma- know,
1: exactly. <laughs> is, it, is
0: it the Akira Tozawa it, it, it is. And, and the, Bro, thing is, the only is so reason old. I brought this up is because... If you know about Jerry Lawler's past, um, oh yeah, yeah, brushes yeah, with uh, the law and some youngins. Yeah, is, exactly. He, I mean, yeah, is I mean, I won't say he's a. I'm not going to say he's a racist, but he has used some. He's not in terms, the, yeah, and he is from. What is it from? Uh, he's from Memphis. Memphis, you so know, and I, I get it to an
1: extent. Th- this is the guy that created the Kamala character, so it, exa- you know, yeah, a white guy. You know?
0: Exactly, you know. You know so. so, but uh, he said, yeah. Apparently, during the match uh, featuring Akira Tozawa, uh, Akira executed a cannonball Santon off the apron. Yeah, Avern, he called it which, like the wonton. Uh, he called it the ramen noodle moonsault. Yeah,
1: I remember. I remember reporting that. Like, and I actually, that was one of the first review videos I did for Raws. I actually saw on my YouTube. Oof. I said, I'm like, and I, and I right after I, I was like, Jerry, what the? F-? And I like blank it out because I was like. Where did that come from?
0: Yeah, man. And I guess he claims that he thought he was just kind of following Byron Saxton's lead, who earlier had, you know, he he believed he was making up silly names for moves because he called a move uh, the spinning dragon on commentary. And I'm just, I'm going to guess maybe he didn't, he was not familiar with that term. So he is claiming that's why he said Ramen noodle, moonsault, which, I mean, cannonball's not a moonsault, but. You no, know.
1: yeah, I was going to say, because he just did
0: a running cannonball. Yeah, to, yeah. and uh, his quote was. Oh, that's hilarious that this is, came back. Well, I mean, his quote is kind of. It does, what's it's kind what's of racist, t- really? It, yeah, it's kind <laughs> of toneless. He says, what is racist about that? I thought it was funny. That's that's a ridiculous name, right? And all of a sudden, the internet blows up. "Quote: Oh, King's a racist." And even Tozawa, the next week, he comes back to tell me it's nothing racist. I I eat ramen noodles every week. So the next week, I wasn't a raw anymore. I don't know if that's what happened, but anyway, you got to be very careful what you well, say. Well, the more
1: you talk about it, Jay, that's what people are going to think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the only like, if he would have said, "Man, that, what is that? The mushroom soup." uh moonsault yeah, yeah not as bad right mushroom soup stomp or something. yeah you know because yeah, yeah. what's funny about that is you know uh they on they, uh, cornet uh they asked somebody called in they're like hey what do you think about trevor murdoch being the champ for nwa and he's like well you know he used to be as tough as a you know he started going into the old the, the thing he got pulled off the air airport which yeah. i thought was awesome and brian's like no 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 you know what i mean like good. oh what oh, oh i can't say it here or like oh man that, i mean good. i told you he was tough <laughs> you know what <laughs> i mean and i was like you gotta love the, the the callback right that's pretty good but there's ways to do it you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, no, definitely, definitely. But uh you were talking about Chelsea Green said so Chelsea Green yeah, signed
0: yeah, with the ex- uh, World Oh uh, 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 no, no no no, I was talking about uh Chelsea Green had something uh oh, with with Tessa, yeah, yeah, Tessa, yeah, yeah, Tessa who yeah. just recently and this is actually my last piece of news. Well, small a small bit if you guys care. Uh John Moxley did retain the GCW title against Nick Cage. Yeah, did see
1: that.
0: Uh but yeah, with this um, you know, cuz you guys got to watch out for news, man. I mean, the way this came about for me, it was like, "Oh, an accusation already for Tessa," and I'm just like, "Damn, we just reported this last week." But let me clarify what's going on. So, the accusation is actually more refined to uh, an experience Chelsea Green felt like she had working with Tessa during All In, uh, which was, I believe, September 2018. She also mentioned how a lot of, uh, I think, WWE had banned any of its talent from going. As you guys know, she's, you know, yeah. Engaged, that, that, I was gonna say uh, that's the
1: headline I saw. It okay. Said, a uh uh WWE band stars uh from AW show, mm-hmm. um and then when you go click on it you're like oh this is not even a recent this is from All In and you're like and then you hear the story like oh okay yeah. well that kind of makes she sense.
0: She has a podcast called Green with Envy. Yeah and, yeah yeah and and so yeah she was talking about because obviously if you guys. Don't know already. Matt Cardona, the then Zach Ryder, He's who was contracted that. with WWE, <laughs> that they are engaged uh, together. So right. respectfully, but, yeah, respectfully, you know. So, but uh, she also started talking about that match um, and kind of accused Tessa Blanchard, who was the Knockouts champion at the time for Impact Wrestling, of trying to kind of stand out above the rest uh, because she tried to go out to the ring wearing her titles. She says, "Quote: We all got together the night before to talk about the fights. We girls talked about our fight, and I will not go into details. I will not reveal everything." But I will say that Tessa Blanchard, who was in our fight, brought her motherfucking knockouts championship to the show and tried to go out to the ring with that title. As I see it, it was a way of looking better than all of us, you know, wanting to get a title in the ring, being the only person mm. who came to that event with the title. Obviously, the fans would immediately put her above the rest of the other fighters. Also, I feel like she did it because she knew that if she came out with the title, she couldn't lose that title on the show. She couldn't lose that title on the show that wasn't Impact Wrestling. And at that time, there was no way that would happen. Today, the door is open and anyone could fight anywhere and anyone could lose or win a title in any company at any time. But a couple of years ago, that couldn't happen. Basically, I think that was a way of putting pressure on the show's programmers to win the match. Interestingly, she still won the fight, but all of us girls collectively made sure that she didn't come out with the title and that... Uh, we all came out as equals, and the show ended up being incredible.
1: I think she she even may have came
0: out last too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know right? what's interesting
1: about that is, but you also have Madison Rain, who's in the match who's from Impact. So yeah, is it that but bad? I think, but but I, do, I think she I was s-
0: working for Ring of Honor at the time.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, because I because I, I do understand where she's coming from. Um, that's one perception of it, but when you you know you go into the whole booking decision thing, I could also see that too. But I mean at the same time Impact wasn't uh or unless I'm mistaken they weren't really involved uh, with any of the hands on with with the all in outside of like ring of honor I think being you know yeah, I mean, helping Chelsea, out so I Chelsea mean
0: Chelsea even says the way she got on was kind of like I she she got his Cody's number sent a text never met him before despite her being friends with Matt you mm-hmm. know, and like he just said, okay, cool, and like didn't hear anything for months. She said she didn't even know until the poster came out. She never got like a confirmation email. So all in was just kind of one of those like those throw- first of its kind. Yeah, type of you know, it, it, there situations. was there was
1: no uh, uh, machine behind it. It was all just you know all yeah. hands on deck. So I mean, they they still could have worked out a situation where she didn't have to lose yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i mean she could just not have, could have not been the one to get pinned and still walked away i mean not not win either so
0: whatever yeah, definitely man but, but um, that, that is my news well, i mean uh, the
1: the only thing i had uh on the tail end of the women's wrestling stuff is uh obviously one of her favorite women's wrestlers uh who i mean career has been unfortunately cut short uh, due to injury kind of posted a hell of a teaser didn't she
0: oh yes she did uh
1: Paige, aka uh soraya bevis mm-hmm. uh Fight with my family. I don't know. Night? No, Well, I mean, depending on... Yeah, yeah. the night family. I know it's she, yeah. her last... I don't know. Going, we're going to shoot? Yeah, we got lean. So we're going to shoot her lean, or, see, or, or uh, semi-kayfabe. Legacy, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, she posted a, a picture, man, and it had her uh, her patented wrestling boots. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were some things in the picture that kind of... You know, you seen, like, the uh, the Divas Championship... Yeah, uh, I did see ...hanging that. up in the background as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know... It just like I said, uh, I posted it up on on the Quincy Jones show uh, Instagram, and you know the way I I, I uh, pretty much uh, talked about it was I hope this is more truth than troll. Oh yeah, I don't um, think Paige would
0: would do it do that. I mean, I, I mean, mean maybe
1: I mean some people they get in their heads like, oh, I don't know if there's even any interest in there for me. So maybe that you know you post something just to. But y'all yeah, here, yeah, it's a picture, it's the boots with the the title in the background, and of course the frame picture of uh fighting with my family, the movie poster. That's right, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean. Like I also said, uh, you know, it's honestly whatever makes her help ha- makes her happy at this point, and it just ensures her mental and physical health, man. Yeah, I mean, and we um, we reported
0: on her not too long ago. I mean, strengthening her neck, uh, what she's able to uh, to to, to I lift. I mean, these at the days, same time, you know? she ain't really gotta wrestle because I
1: don't know if you saw those leaked figures from. Uh, uh, from 2019 to 2021, she she over here making almost half a mil off Twitch, yeah, bro. Dude. Yeah, dude. Yes, she it's is making insane. a lot of. Yeah, like, it's like Uno's it's,
0: making some good money too. Yeah, he's. I But
1: evil Uno alone is making more than than the Impact Twitch stream, yeah, which is yeah, crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's all we got though for news. I yeah. think uh, we can. I mean, we had a hell of a lot of news. I appreciate yeah, uh the the buffet of kayfabe there, man. And um, we could actually take a break here. Yes, sir. And uh, again, unfortunately, we're gonna have to wait a week for the for the Dynamite coverage. But we're gonna go straight. And uh, to your favorite, 2.0. That's right. We
0: watched it, so nah, you don't have it, uh, to. These haters and these bastards. jeez. Uh, we'll be back.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Quincy Jones Go. And let me introduce to you the Quincy Jones Show a weekly podcast hosted by myself, my twin brother, Doc Lesnar, and the third man to our twin WO, Mark McFly, where we discuss all things professional wrestling, from revisiting classic days in pro wrestling history.
0: I just got the chills right now just thinking about it, because you just remember that. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, you remember, we were in Jamaica, my dude, when Scott Hall showed up and Kevin Nash showed up. And-
1: giving our hot takes on the hottest headlines in pro wrestling.
0: Uh, a lot of reaction within the IWC. It's it's uh, mainstream right now. Everybody, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's definitely crossed over, I mean.
1: To interviewing some of the best in the industry. Anything that you try to pitch that you can share with us? There's two things when I was three. I pitched tag teaming with Velveteen
0: Dream uh, when I came back.
1: And a little bit of armchair booking we call how to get over.
0: The question I asked was who would you guys have joined Dark Order to replace those guys where Mark instantly said the Ascension. And that's mm-hmm. what really got the, the whole thing cracking huh. because we, Brody needs better soldiers, right? We
1: also do commentary for live shows, review pay-per-views, and we break down the Wednesday Night War so that you don't have to. So whether you're a new fan, a lapsed fan, a current fan, or just trying to figure out why the hell your boyfriend still watches this crap, then this is the show for you. So check us out every Friday on True 100 Radio. Go.
0: What's going on, guys? This is Leo Rush, the fastest rising star in professional wrestling today. And you are now listening to The Quincy
1: Jones Show with Quincy Jones and the hip-hop hybrid legend Doc Westman.
0: Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the dirty? He's the third man. What
1: the hell is going on here? Yo, yep. We're back. Yes, we are. And um Yeah, let's get in
0: uh, the good old 2.0. <laughs> is that what we No not not You want to taste? You wanna taste the 2.0? We're not in NXT anymore. Uh... Okay, but, you, you got to get on the brackets.
1: By the way, you, you I know you were talking about how they came together. I was, I'm surprised they didn't just do the 3.0 since there's three of them now. But True, because yeah, th- th- that's for easy me t-shirt. I, I right always there. always thought that the like they were too close to the Hybrid 2, and then you got 2.0. Bro, right? I was like, thinking,
0: how how is the Hybrid 2 and 2.0 not had a match on Dark yet? Like, you know, I was like, thinking, like you, like... you know what I mean?
1: Like, mm. you know, you could be like the bloodline, like, no, we the twos.
0: <laughs> we the twos. We the twos. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: Anyways, man, let, let's... Uh, I, I just had to throw a little uh, dynamite action there yeah, since definitely. we are into this just,
0: week. Just so you guys know, we actually have decided to split up the NXT review this week. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah. enjoy, man, as we try to get into I this I
1: couldn't thing. let you have the news and the review, bro. I had to, I had to get <laughs> well, a little the, bit of, you news, know, a little top billing my names on the show. I, I get
0: <laughs> you. Well, the news only uh, proved bountiful this morning, uh, much to your uh, preference instead of doing yesterday. I mean,
1: so. but it's, it's not something you haven't told me before too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I feel like if we, if we, something's gonna happen because yeah, on Thursday, <laughs> dynamite's gonna go down, it's, and then we're gonna get right something before, in the morning. It's
0: right before the weekend, cause that's when the releases are and stuff like that. So that's why you know sometimes we miss stuff on Fridays. But anyway, NXT 2.0 this week. What is it, the third or fourth week? I think this running? is the
1: fourth week. Okay, I want to say so. If not, it may be more than that, I think you're right, because
0: there was I did the first week. The second week I just couldn't get into and I think we skipped that week anyway. And then I had I mean, in the last two. It's so. kind of
1: hard because like it blurs together when I I just curse their programming. So um <laughs> yeah. I wish I could help you out a lot more. But you know what? Uh, I'm gonna help you out by uh covering the first hour. Hey. We start off uh with a visual. Uh we get swerve, b fab, and dollar. Uh top dollar, by the way, I curse myself because I was I was writing this before. I was just going through and making sure I didn't have any mistakes. I'm like God, why does that say Fab B? I'm like, <laughs> damn you, sonya Deville, You're <laughs> yeah. in my head.
0: See, <laughs> no. she, she got to watch out because Sonya's now starting to look like I don't like certain people. On my She's show.
1: starting to look like uh, Stormfront <laughs> from uh, The Boys, if you know, you know. Mm. Um, <laughs> Swerve, B-Fab, Top Dollar, shown walking towards the arena. Uh, as B-Fab can be heard inquiring about Ashante's whereabouts, as Dollar says he hasn't been answering his text. Uh, with Swerve, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, maybe he got super kick. Man. Uh, never mind. <laughs> but uh, Swerve is none the wiser due to having headphones on. Uh, as LDF pull up with the whole classic F- SUV spot uh, to jump Swerve and kidnap BFAB and Top Dollar ahead of their North American title match uh, for a uh, schedule for the night.
0: Yeah, not a bad way to kind of get your blood uh, running. Or at least kind of it, go. Oh, it, it, I the reason seen this in a while.
1: the reason why I appreciated it is because it was a. Uh, them highlighting the old guard. I hate to call them old guard, but they're like the pillars. Like yeah. They're they're the ones who kept the lights on before y'all decided to change the, 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 you know, what story you wanted to, in the building. Or <laughs> as a lot of people
0: have been saying, they lost the wars, moved NXT to a different day, and then it had a midlife crisis and started uh, trying on tie-dye.
1: I mean, ain't yeah, the only one out here having midlife crises. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got Joe Gacy uh, out cutting a promo. Uh talks about Ciampa being champion and having this untold unbalance, and uh, calls him a walking example of toxic masculinity. He says that he represents everyone, him, you know, he being him, Joe Gacy. Say he represents everyone, and calls him his snowflakes. Which I was like, all right, I'm kind of, I don't agree with that. Mm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I told you, I'm telling you, I was kind of on on his heels, but I'm not, nah, I, yeah. I ain't. A, I ain't no goddamn snowflake.
0: Yeah, I I will say, (laughs) interesting enough, Sean Waltman recently uh, had a comment on Joe Gacy's woke character saying, quote, that was effing brutal. If you're going to do that to specifically get a certain group of people, you lost the effing plot. That was effing rotten. Well,
1: I see the thing is, I think that's based specifically on what happened post-match, though.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. And he says, That was effing rotten, some of the worst shit I've ever seen on wrestling TV. But I think that was... uh, (laughs) And that's coming from him, coming from Based on the introduction. So I think this might be Uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay, okay. That he said this, so yeah.
1: Well, he he says he's going to represent everyone, calls everyone his snowflakes as he looks uh, to insert himself into the title match at Halloween Havoc to bring wonderful, transparent... Uh, in, it was inclusivity or yeah. inclusive what do you say
0: uh it's inclusiveness or you could say inclusion in, in, inclusion inclusivity you know what we're saying
1: inclusivity. inclusivity to the NXT championship Uh, Joe Gacy and Tommaso Ciampa uh, match starts off the uh, the night Uh, I actually had my hands full writing for this because it wasn't a bad match. And, uh, you know, I know you said that people told you he got his ass whipped, but I'll tell you what happened
0: right now. They said his brakes were beat off. Yes.
1: (laughs) It was, it was all right. All right. Uh, Gacy tries for a handshake, but Ciampa kicks his hand away. They tie up as Ciampa backs, uh, uh. Gacy up into the corner and nails him with a big boot before taking him down with the back elbow. Uh, Gacy battles back with a shoulder block of his own and goes for the rear chin lock before Ciampa counters and attacks the arm of Gacy. Uh, Gacy with some misdirection as he hits the running forearm and the pendulum backbreaker before getting his kicks in. Uh, as the camera pans to Harlan again in the crowd, Uh uh, Ciampa takes advantage of the distraction as he hits the running knee in the corner. Uh, Ciampa follows Gacy out of the ring as Gacy hesitates to slam Ciampa into the announcer's table. And instead, Ciampa slams him uh, into the announcer's table instead. Uh, And as they head back into the ring, Ciampa hits the, the drop toe hold, continues to grind down Gacy uh, Gacy hits the uranage and follows with the running santon on the apron, which was pretty good, mm. um, uh, before picture-in-picture. Picture. Uh, coming back from picture-in-picture, Picture, Ciampa lines Gacy up with his patented clothesline runs and uh, hits in an, uh, uh, about four before hitting another one, uh, Ultimate Warrior style, as I call it. Um, oh, yeah. Ciampa goes for the air raid, but Gacy counters with the bicycle kick and rolling elbow combo and lands a pinning variation of the gut-rich powerbomb for a near fall. Uh, Gacy, uh, goes for the middle rope moonsault, but misses as Ciampa tries for the fairytale ending, but Gacy counters out and tries for the handspring clothesline, but Ciampa catches him coming in with the basement dropkick to the face. It was pretty, Hearted, yeah. yeah, it was, it was it pretty was,
0: gnarly. He like slid into that. Yeah, game, it was yeah. real gnarly.
1: <laughs> and, uh, hits the, the fairytale ending for the win. And I think this is what, uh, Xbox, uh like I said, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but mm. this was brutal. Uh, post-match. Harlan appears out of nowhere, and uh again, this is uh you know the former Parker Bordeaux. Yeah. Uh appears out of nowhere and attacks Ciampa, then turns his sights to Gacy and uh grabs him by the throat until Gacy kind of begs him to stop and then slightly caresses the side of his face with like the back of his hand.
0: Yeah, he like brushed his cheek, R- right? Yeah, yeah,
1: like which has some sort of like comforting effect on Harlan is he just like Throws Gacy away and darts quickly off camera like he was like a like a Bigfoot not trying to get caught on camera or something. It was so strange. Yeah,
0: probably just uh, he realizes he's been caught in an act of vulnerability, yeah, and, some... he, and that can water down his outward appearance. True, and just Scatters, yeah. I guess. But
1: yeah, but yeah, Gacy he goes uh, to help Champa as well, but Champa pushes Gacy on his ass. Gacy smiles to himself and uh, that's this is this is what I will say about the creative. Uh, the format of the show is this was just nonstop the first hour. Like, everyone's music was interrupting everybody's music because we had Toxic toxic Attraction yeah, uh, yeah, that that's just right, yeah. comes to the ring. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, he's not even fully out of the, the arena yet. Like, yeah. all right, cool. Uh, so from here, we got the Toxic Attraction promo. Uh, Gigi looking like a mix between uh, steampunk Becky and Lita right? for some reason. Yeah, I literally say, um, why is
0: she dressed like Lita tonight?
1: But yeah, uh, Gigi starts off saying that they left the ring unsatisfied last week. Uh, due to the fact that Eo um, and Zoe play uh, trying to play hero to them trying to take out Raquel Gonzalez. Mm. They basically challenge Shirai and Stark for the tag titles and Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's title at Halloween Havoc. Mandy says they will make history and will have all the gold around their pretty little waist and then uh, insists on adding the fact that it doesn't matter what color her hair is, she's still the baddest bitch in the game. I'll put question mark. Is that a shot at Brittany or Brit? I don't know. She's never said this before. So. Well, you
0: know what's funny was last week when she went to talk, and I didn't include this in a the review. There was a lot of what chance, and she said like to to basically battle it. She goes, "Say what again?" As if you're you're not on my timeline all day or something like that, where mm. it was just like, "Oh, that was a good little off the cut like. Don't act like you guys don't love me because I mm. see, I see the numbers. You know what I'm saying? So it, which is why I think Raquel said the well, instead of posing for the gram, you're gonna pose for a body cast and all that, you know. Oh, so true. Uh
1: but not to be outdone with distractions or uh, interruptions, we got Zion Quinn's music hits uh hitting as uh, he has a match. Um but before we get to the match, we kinda I only wrote this because it was kind of weird. Or whatever, I, I, it was a weird, eerie Halloween Havoc ad. I don't know if you caught this. Mm-mm. It shows someone dragging a shovel through this dirt, and then this this distorted voice is heard saying, "I must bury the past so I can start again." Hmm. Yeah, it was really. I mean, and it and it, it was for Halloween Havoc, but it was like, "Are y'all telling us y'all about to uh, uh, take all the old guard out to the shed and?" Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't. Or
0: is that somebody saying it? That's but or like, is that like Joe, or they're gonna, or something they're, gonna they're
1: gonna book all these all these uh, all the old guard on the card, and then they're gonna have everyone they face yeah, go against possible. go against zombies, and the zombies are gonna. That's how they write them nah, off.
0: <laughs> Let's do no zombies. <laughs> that's
1: <laughs> how they. I, on, hey, they did uh, it last. You know, it's, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a big hit. Plus, we had Batista. And there's, and there's, we had Batista, <laughs> and there's long
0: there's long term storytelling. You know, it, 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 well, those zombies were main roster. Well, at least zombies. Gargano
1: has like a, a has one, yeah. in the, you know, in, in his pocket with the. I know. was gonna say, yeah, that <laughs> one's long term. That's the NXT zombie, but at least, but oh, yeah. Man. Uh, Zion Quinn versus Malik Blade. If uh, he looks familiar, yeah, he's Malik, the,
0: Malik, not Malik. Yeah, tons of media outlets are calling him Malik, and it's like that's so what? weird. That's you can, weird. Yeah. Um,
1: like I mean, and, and what's his name pokes fun at that later because I was gonna say he was the one that uh, faced uh, Tony D'Angelo in his debut. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tony. D'Angelo actually makes fun of the name as well, but uh, anyways, we get a hard right from uh, Zion Quinn and picks up as he picks up Malik. <laughs> here we see you got mm-hmm. me. He picks up Malik mm-hmm. and rams him into the corner and hits some shoulder thrusts and throws him hard into the turnbuckle into the opposing corner. Uh, Blade hits a drop kick and a diving shotgun drop kick. But falls victim to the huge spine buster from Quinn as the finish comes as he hits the running forearm smash again for the win and uh, yeah that's pretty much it for that.
0: Yeah, he's picking up wins, but that finish isn't doing anything. It's for me. it's
1: horrendous. I don't yeah. I don't like it. Um, again, it, it, and I'm, I can't help that I'm getting the the Bo Dallas the early Bo Dallas vibes with the gloves. Okay? Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know I'm I, I don't know. Certain, only certain people could rock the gloves and it, it just it's it, I don't know. It's kind of like an old school look. So when you do it now with like a singlet mm-hmm. or just whatever, it's just like. Oh, okay, so you just dug into the pro wrestlers' uh, chest, and
0: <laughs> yeah, for and I'm not a fan of the way you know. There's nothing wrong with being different, just to be, but don't do it just to be different. Like in terms of like the way you spell your name. Like I'll be honest, and Jesus. I'm taking this from Wrestle Talk. Like they keep saying like his name looks like a prescription nasal de- decongestant. Like, bro, it, it, like and it does look like that. It doesn't need to be all X and what you know, and like, and even if that's Zion the way he, Quill even, <laughs> even right, but even quinn, if, yeah. if that's not the way he spells his name, shoot, like. Just go for the Z, man. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, it's,
1: I mean, because at first I was like, is this not, what's his name's name? Who's playing, um, yeah, uh, uh, from LDF, the original, yeah. uh, I forgot what was it? Joaquin
0: Wild. He was, uh, Zima Ion. Zima
1: Ion. Yeah. I uh, was like, what is going on, man? Mm-hmm. I was, like, isn't that the, the, that city we get to as they're on their way to Vegas You go to bro. <laughs> <Zizek's? laughs> uh, Ciampa interview here, uh, backstage talks about, uh, his one on one match with, I'm calling him this. Y'all, y'all got it. Prep yourself. This is how it is. One on one match with Steiner, but uh, gets interrupted by the GYVs. Like mm-hmm. how I did that. Uh, <laughs> as they uh, make fun of Ciampa having to scratch and claw his way for over 900 days to get uh, his way back to the NXT title, just to lose it to a rookie. Uh, Steiner comes on screen out of nowhere, taking Umbers to the rookie comment and challenges the GYVs to a tag match against himself and Champa. Uh, but the gyvs relent, citing that they aren't dressed for a match. Isn't that always the reason?
0: Yeah, they're never dressed. They dress for uh, for the golf course. I'm like, though. you dress
1: for, I mean, you got that. <laughs> you got that Harry Potter ass scarf ready yeah, yeah. to go to Hogwarts bro, all the time, bro. bro. Man. Uh, and and don't front. I'm I'm team H- uh, Hufflepuff, so I I can speak on this. Yeah, he can. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, they, they they they, take, they pretty much just take a walk. Slytherins, fuck these guys.
0: Yeah, that's why Uh, uh
1: <laughs> Signer then tells Chompa that he's gonna have his back up until uh, Halloween Havoc, so he can uh, beat him at his best. Yeah. Which uh, I don't know if that made it was good or if it kind of made Chompa look a chump. Like, yeah, the rookies got your back because it's you— it's a
0: little bit of both. I think it's yeah. mind games, the whole nine, you know.
1: From here, we got Swerve uh, with a little interview as well. Uh, Talks about Hit Row getting taken out and says Santos Escobar really brings the evil spirits in him or out of him and and it's worked. Uh, Says that out of all the members of Hit Row that they could have left laying, they left the wrong one standing. Uh, And that Escobar still isn't trying to see him one-on-one and says he plans on beating him and taking the North American title to SmackDown.
0: Yeah, buddy.
1: Uh, From here, we got uh, a debut match from uh, Diamond Minds' newest recruit, Ivy Nile.
0: I did hear about this, yeah.
1: Short and sweet. I mean, it wasn't a whole lot going on. I mean, I wasn't gonna write. She hits a scoop slam. Yeah. And then she hits another scoop slam. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. not gonna do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she hits a suplex from a cradle position. That was impressive. Uh, uh I mean, kind of um, Bobby Lashley style.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, Magnus used to do it too back yeah. in Impact. Yeah. Um, I love the
0: way they swing it up with, the yeah. hip with their hip and everything. yeah. Gotcha. Um,
1: and it was really cool because the way she did, she caught her and then um, I always forget his name, Hatchman. Yeah. He yells something at her and then she like makes it makes it look like she switches
0: the tra- offense yeah. and then
1: goes into it. So it was kind of a cool little okay. you know, the small things that, Yeah, that yeah, matter, the coaching you know? aspect
0: that's yeah, yeah, that really introduced in the infomercial. Yeah, or, or I guess it was the infomercial, whatever it was it, last it's, week. It's different that thing was from,
1: great. from the the Waffle House menu thing that oh, Art yeah. was doing, right? Yeah, so yeah. Okay. uh but um ultimately gets a submission win via a Torture rack. She actually it was the that's way she I did heard. it, yeah. She had it, but then she was also like Pulling while she was actually doing like deadlift squats with the body, like Damn. it was.
0: Okay. Yeah, it
1: was kind of cool how she did it, and then she just kind of locked it. It was just like not letting go. Mm. Um, so I give it to. I, I, they didn't really say who uh, her opponent was. Um, obviously, one of the probably uh, lesser experienced uh, women in the PC. But
0: oh, I heard it was um, what's her name, Faraz. Uh, is it Valentina Perez? or she's been hmm. they've been using her to put everybody over? Oh uh, I'm like not too familiar. F-E-R-R-O-Z. Okay. Yeah, I can't I don't know if it's Valentina's the first, but yeah, she's been she's still victim to them all. <laughs> all the new ones coming in for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Uh, post-match, though. Uh Bivens uh, is putting over his camp. Uh Roddy's about to uh, hit a promo when he's interrupted by uh Iconinjiro as Julius Creed bows up to him and tells him. Uh, pretty much in the Diamond Mine, everything is earned. Uh to ask him if he's, you know, basically he's like, is this guy serious? Mm-hmm. In the Diamond Mine, everything is earned that, uh, you know, you don't have to get ready when you stay ready and that he's always strapped. I don't know if you've seen that. He ah. he said that he lifted up his shirt, he had his singlet on. Oh, okay. So that's what he meant. Yeah, I mm-hmm. he's always strapped. Uh, shows he got the singlet and, the, uh, you know, everything underneath his warm-ups. Um, and Jiro kind of uppercuts the fire out of him, like, legit, before escaping out of the ring. Uh, and then we go to commercial, but then back from commercial, the match is made official. Echomendiro uh, versus Julius Creed. Um, I'll say right now, I'm not really a fan of Echomendiro, and it's nothing personal against him. No, I just can't stand the wrestling and the jacket thing. It's like, yeah, it's memorable, but it just—it's it's
0: very short-lived. It really it's is. It's a fleeting um, charisma, uh, in my opinion. Like, it's, 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 it's not it's almost like a, It's like a, It's like. A clickbait for charisma. A little bit.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? That that leaves still more the to be desired. Guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Cause it, it's like yeah. I haven't really seen like they did a vignette of him, but he can't speak uh very well when it comes to English, which yeah. is not his fault. That's not his fault. Yeah. But for what they're trying to make him do, I think that's yeah, part of the issue too. Mm-hmm. Um kind of you know, Paul Heyman, he just knows how to exploit the, yeah. the strengths out of people and, and to to hide all the weaknesses. I mean mm-hmm. that, no, 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 uh, no you know, about disrespect it, yeah. about it, but just saying mm-hmm. there could be some lessons learned. Anyways, uh, Julius takes out Juro's leg with a chop block and follows with a stalling overhead bullplex. Yeah, it was a bullplex. Wow. He was holding him. Like, he had him upside down for a minute and just fucking threw him. Mm, gotcha. um, hits a T-bone out of the corner as well as Creed hits a deadlift gut wrench suplex again, or as well as another overhead bullplex uh, he didn't stall it this time. He just hit it. Mm. Uh, Creed, Creed misses an elbow drop on the floor, and uh, Juro lights him up with a cavalcade of uppercuts. As he battles back with the headstand Vader bomb out of the corner. Oh wow. Uh, I mean, it's just like he didn't do the, you know, double yeah, jump. Yeah, he just, nah. like, headstanded and just, like, released. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. Um, I kind of see. Yeah. Julius rolls out of the ring. Bajero hits the Asai moonsault. Uh, he throws him back in the ring and tries for another springboard attack, but Julius catches him and plants him with a running double leg takedown. That was, like, pretty,
0: yeah, pretty gnarly. Pretty uh, stiff, yeah. Follows
1: up with the running basement lariat for the win.
0: Yeah, he does that kind of crazy, like rolling Carolyn lift. Yeah, does. yeah. Because I was like, gonna say
1: it was almost like, like he, a uh, cartwheel. Gut yeah, rich I, almost. I, I was or gonna, something, yeah. I was gonna say like the way he did it is, is kind of the same way that Kyle O'Reilly has done. Yeah, uh, the, the, butterfly. The, the butterfly before, mm-hmm. well, like almost like a cartwheel, right? Yeah, like, definitely. Uh, Post match diamond mine, all jump Jiro, Naring... the ring. Uh, until Kushida hits the ring for the save and starts taking out members and cocks back for the big fastball punch, but stops as he sees that he actually was aiming for Ivy. Mm. Uh, you know, he had to like kind of, oh, hold up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but at the same time, like, Shiloki probably could have taken him out. I don't know. Uh, but it left an opening for Brutus, uh, Brutus Creed, Julesha's brother, to hit him from behind with the running form as Roddy hits the end of heartache to leave him laying in the ring.
0: I wonder if we're gonna get the Creed brothers going against uh, the fellow countrymen in Kashida. And I mean, that's uh, what they
1: say. But are they? Are they from? Is he from I don't Japan? Know. I mean,
0: that's that's what they like to. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's my term.
1: thing. I'm like, I just hate what they do. That. Yeah. It's just like, hey, they both feel like outliers in this locker room. They probably really kick it together in uh, backstage. Yeah. Let's put them.
0: <laughs> they gotta know some of the same people.
1: <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like hey, uh, Mustafa Mansoor, come here. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, okay. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez backstage promo here says that uh, being champion means that she is the queen of the mountain. I love that. Uh, you know, double J vibes, yeah. Um, and that from the beginning, she told NXT management to, to line them up and uh says that she's never ducked or dodged any challengers and runs down her list of opponents from ex best friends to iconic champions and warns Mandy Rose that making history comes with a price. Oh, yeah, and uh challenges Mandy to show how tough she really is by raising the stakes for their match at Halloween Havoc by spinning the wheel and making the deal. Which when she said Ooh, that, I was like, okay. Oh man, I, I, like, I low key wanted to tweet like. At WWE, I know things are different with the draft, but could we please have Shotzi back to host Halloween Havoc? Yeah, seriously. Thank you, concerned fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. Xo, <XOXO>. xo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like, cause I'm like, man, she really kind of, you know, they they did something for her. Yeah. To to get her a little bit more over with the fans, and I thought it was kind of cool. Like, so to have Halloween Havoc without her is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, we had uh, my least favorite segment of the whole night, lashing out with Lash Legend. Uh, She brings up the draft. Says, "This is the my most sarcastic note-taking, by the way." Okay. Uh, Brings up the draft. Says both SD and Raw rosters. That's SmackDown for those I know uh, are so shaken up now uh, that they're barely gonna make it out alive. As she makes some topical joke in reference to the Squid Games. Um, I mean, I don't watch it, so I mean, I mean, I'm sure for those that watch, they probably oh she mentioned it, but it probably boy
0: Justin at PW Spotlight. It don't matter if it's been out for a month. Spoiling is spoiling. All right. Uh, he yeah. knows what I mean. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Shouts to Justin. Why y'all
1: tripping? I seen that coming from a mile away. Yeah, I'm like, because we watch wrestling, fam. Yeah, yeah. We know when a heel turns coming. Man, oh, yeah, word. <laughs> uh, proceeds the name uh, Hit Row is the quote unquote Legends of the Week. Uh, she sings their theme song in the way that she wants to sing it. Into which she asks the audience to give her two snaps and a clap. Eye roll. Uh, then uh, <laughs> off the camera, you hear someone who's supposed to be her producer telling her that Tony D'Angelo was supposedly outside the set trying to get on the show, and then he told her not to worry. I already told him that we had a scheduling conflict. And uh, Last Legend pretty much looks at the camera and, and uh, addresses Tony, saying that, oh, if you want to be on the show, I have three words for you. Forget about it. And I'm like, all right.
0: Jeez, oh, what is up with that? <laughs> She's got, the- ah, okay, whatever.
1: It's kind of too on too, too on the nose. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just a little bit weird. hard-nosed for me. But anyways, uh, we got my uh, second... Uh least favorite thing of the night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner versus the bad lads Dunn and Hodlin. That's what you call them,
0: right? I call them the bad lads, yeah. Yeah, that's what I read. This is the baddest men in NXT. Are you mad? (laughs) The mad bad lads. Mad bad
1: lads. Uh Pete Dunn tries to wear down the bigger Von Wagner, but Von Wagner deadlifts Pete into a suplex, follows with a falling headbutt off the ropes. Uh, a little old school action, I could appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Kyle tags in and hits an awesome kitchen sink as Holland tags in, who uses his power game to counter Kyle, uh, Kyle's takedown defense. Excuse me, uh, hits a huge overhead belly to belly before tagging Dunn back in as he applies the Romero style stretch on Kyle and stomping the legs as well. Uh, around this time, commentary announces that uh, the tease tag match between the GYVs. And uh, Ciampa and Steiner, yes, I said Steiner, mm-hmm. is made official for next week as Holland and Dunn continue tagging uh, in and out of the match, isolating Kyle with the big strikes, working holds, and just wearing them down, you know, joint manipulation, everything on the hits, uh, on the hit list. Uh, as the NFC crowd starts chanting, you don't go here. To Holland, who just been drafted at SmackDown. <laughs> they love
0: doing it. Uh, Thanks, Bianca.
1: See, but you know what? When I heard that, I'm like, okay, that gives me uh, proof that it, y'all didn't just replace these the crowd with a bunch of plants.
0: No, no. They you know what I mean? Uh, no.
1: But there are some times where I feel like they're still uh, piping in some some crowd noise on certain things, to be honest. Um, but that's just It's neat. possible, yeah. Anyways, uh, Kyle powers back, landing a huge dragon screw to Dunn and gives one to Holland, who was on the apron as well. Uh, before lighting up, done with a combo of stiff kicks. Kyle finally gets the tag. to Wagner, as he uh, he and Ridge Holland have a, the big man showdown as they go blow for blow with shoulder blocks. Before uh, Wagner takes Holland off his fe- uh, off his feet, rather uh, with the running diving uh, shoulder block, kind of like uh, it reminded me of Devon back in the day. Oh, uh, got you. Okay. Uh, Wagner clotheslines Holland outside the ring and throws him into the still steps. That's not a face thing to do. Uh, before we go to commercial. Uh, Holland, and it wasn't picture-in-picture. Picture, it was a legit commercial. Oh, okay. Uh, Holland, uh, coming back from commercial, uh, Holland is dominating Kyle, dominating Kyle again. Uh, Kyle attempts a guillotine choke, but uh, he secretly gets the tag back in the Dunn, and as he's hanging off of Holland, uh, they both hit a big spine buster and basement dropkick combo for a near fall. Uh, Wagner's there to break it up, though, as Dunn takes him out with a step-up enziguri. Kyle goes for the tag, but Wagner is still on the floor, and he is not there. As Barrett is on commentary stirring the pot. Obviously, about him not being able to trust, uh, you know. Uh, Dunn stomps uh, Kyle's fingers and goes for the roundhouse kick. Did not like this. But Kyle counters into an ankle lock. How? How are you catching the foot? Mm-hmm. He stomped your fingers, fam. Yeah. Word. like what's, what? come on. He, he
0: fought through the... He's a bad lad. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kyle is definitely the kind of guy that will fight through the pain, but he can only do so much. He's a great seller, too. Yeah, I so. mean,
1: and that was my thing was like, okay, but you're not going to get the full extension on that ankle lock. You, yeah, you, you, It's essentially all your fingers and yeah. your hands and your joints, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh... Ankle lock, but Dunn tags Holland in. Who takes Kyle? Uh, takes out Kyle. Uh, Holland and Pete look to take out uh, Kyle on the outside of the ring uh, near the announce table. But Wagner comes from out of nowhere and knocks them all down like bowling pins to stop the attempted attack. Uh, Kyle finally hot tags Wagner as he takes Holland out with some clotheslines and a jumping knee. He shouldn't be doing it. Like mm. like Elias makes it look good, but it was just kind of weird coming yeah. from him. Mm. And he has like kind of like a variation of the Olympic slam uh, that he hits as well. Uh, Dunn tries to run in, but he eats a forearm from Kyle and a boot from Wagner. To show a little bit of that teamwork uh, as Wagner tells Kyle to finish Dunn off as he points to him on the outside, and uh Kyle runs and hits the running knee off the uh, the uh apron, and then uh, Wagner turns his sights to Holland, who uh, hits the butterfly, uh, I call it the butterfly suplex buster. Yeah, I heard it was like um, a
0: twisting or a spinning butterfly suplex. What's his name? uh James, used to do it, right? James Storm used to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different cowboy. Same, yeah. Different cowboy. Yeah, same, same. move, different cowboy. Definitely. Uh, yeah, because... But- I remember when he. I think that that was the rite of passage before he changed his his uh, move to the Deadeye. Eye. Was the Hangman? I th- no. Yeah. I
1: I, th- I think it was the same move, but he just changed the name.
0: Might be. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, what's it called? Um. For the win, Butterfly suplex Buster. Post match, you see a little bit of unity between the two. Uh, but before I hand the, the reins over to you, I did have uh, interesting uh, uh, promos back-to-back, and uh, I guess if you did see this, uh, which I don't know if you did, mm-hmm. this is the and- Andre Chase University uh, thing. I saw University the thing. end
0: of it, but I didn't see the whole bulk of it. Yeah. See, I was
1: going to say, because I think I told you before that like, they've been letting this guy curse, like yeah. but they've been bleeping it out, so again, another one this week. Mm. Um, he says, today's lesson is on ring awareness. Uh, calls for the lights and plays tape as Chase uh, replays the match between Odyssey Jones and... um, L.A. Knight. Yeah, I always want to call Mm. him Eli Eli Drake Mm because it's just Eli L.A. Mm -hmm. Um, But it says he taught Odyssey a lesson and that uh, he shouldn't have put his foot underneath the rope as opposed to putting it on top of the rope and having this elevated uh, position for the referee to see it and call it obviously uh, completely ignoring the fact that he pushed his foot back into the ring to avoid not only the rope break, but the cost of the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, asked if uh, anyone has any questions. Uh, and of course, one student who, of course, his name had to be Brandon, right? <laughs> asked him, isn't what you did illegal? Shouldn't that have resulted in disqualification?" And Chase responds, yeah, you know what? That is a great point. And that I'd like to, you know, I'd be more open to uh, discuss if I actually
0: gave a fuck. Mm.
1: <laughs> and he slaps something off his desk Tells him to get his ass up and leave his class and that he can go down the hall to Steve in the dumbass class. And tells him, matter of fact, when you get there, tell uh, you can give Steve a big fuck you for me. <laughs> I was wow. like, what is Who going on? Steve? Yeah, I don't even wow, know. I fun. have no idea. Uh, and then it concludes, uh, c- concludes this segment by muttering under his breath, like, man, I'm just trying to teach these fucking kids. This, this motherfucking thanks I get. This is bullshit. I
0: heard he did say so. <laughs> this. And, and then
1: regains like, composure. Is, Does anyone else have a question? And I was like, Okay. I don't know what they're doing for him in the ring. Yeah, no, but I the, the they just promos can't keep are pretty...
0: revisiting the same joke though. The let me lay it out and make it, omit my uh you know, acknowledged ill involvement will, and just so it sets up somebody to question it, just so I could curse them out of their boots and out of the out of the room. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing. So, but uh yeah, we'll see what else happens with this, man. It's a slow burn, I guess. Um, him. and
1: before I hand the rings off, I got one last promo. Um it's from the guy, a, a, a smart guy, a wise yeah. guy, mm-hmm. uh, forget about it, Tony D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Uh, shown leaning up against a Mercedes C300, mm-hmm. uh, as he basks in his uh successful debut last week, uh, along with all the uh, you know, the good things people were saying about him. Yeah, says he wants to give credit to his opponent, but uh, starts making fun of his name, uh, uh Malik Malik. Uh, uh, you can Malik my boots, is what he says, ah, or something like man. that. Uh, before referencing lashing out with Lash Legend, uh, you know, the whole incident between him and the show producer, yeah. telling him they had a scheduling conflict, and this is where I kind of like this. I don't know if you caught this. Yeah, I did. Uh, but he says, you know what? Forget about it. I do things on my own time anyways. But also, interestingly, and I guess kind of suspiciously, refers to the producer by his first name, Mark, yeah. and says, you know, he's- a, he,
0: I think he said Marco. I think his name is Marco. Good guy. It,
1: see, good I, good I was like, guy. I was like, did he say he was a nice guy or he is a nice guy? Because mm. from here- he just kind of collects himself and walks off camera as you can see that there's been movement going on uh, in the trunk of the Benz. And I'm like... Yeah,
0: audibly you can hear someone screaming for help, I knocking like, the whole line. was I like line. this. I mean, but
1: again that thin line. they can't. We can't exactly go full Sopranos yeah. in this shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Exactly.
0: Especially with the timing of this show that's out right now. And I get it. You know, it's topical, whatever. But yeah, what happens but. when it's done? It's the same thing with Aces and Eights. They try to do that in TNA at the same time that was uh, Sons of Anarchy. But they don't think about what happens when that... You know, that oh, – or was it the um... – West
1: Briscoe doesn't recall. <laughs> yeah,
0: but, but It's so cr- – I keep forgetting Wes Briscoe was dating Red Velvet, by the way. He, and, and right now? He's been, yeah. And it's crazy what? that, like, he's not in AEW because he's a legacy. That's, I know he's in NWA. Surprising. But, well, I'm, I'm, I like to see guys who got the blood in them running through their veins – Take advantage of that, but I like new generation. You know, yeah, you know, I, I'm wrestling.
1: speaking unfairly. He was put in a premature spot. Yeah, that had a lot of airtime and at the with, time,
0: and with someone else who was Garrett Bischoff. Yeah, yeah, had, and, and, yeah, I right. mean, you're
1: not learning from each other at all. No, exactly. in that situation, but exactly. you're you're meant to he take wasn't all the. He was surrounded bunks. by the
0: right minds in that situation. Yeah, for sure. that
1: that's another thing too. I guess I mean, for me, sometimes there's sometimes where you'll see people that are second generation. They try to make that their go, and you're yeah. like. All right, don't put too much pressure on yourself, Yeah, dude. You exactly. know what I mean? You know, yeah. Like, like Brock. Like, you know, I want mm-hmm. Brock to to work out, but you know, Brock, Brock Anderson. Yeah, but like, yeah. not in, like I don't need you to grow in front of everybody while this happens. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, like,
0: I, I haven't been minding his matches. He's on. I know he's been doing a lot of dark with uh, Lee. Uh, shoddy lee as well sure yeah he's
1: doing dark with lee yeah Mm -hmm. well he's well Mm
0: -hmm. tag matches i should say but uh yeah no um yeah not bad vignette and uh this is actually yeah the point where i will take over the reins for the nxt review and uh this brings us to a match grayson waller taking on duke hudson waller uh we did get a uh (laughs) walk waller you yeah we get a a pre-match uh pre-tape promo from grayson waller who notes he uh he's a former golden gloves champion in australia uh, and he actually starts name dropping the likes of Tyson Fury and Deontay uh, Wilder and says the three of them are three of a kind as they are all natural predators who have uh, who love danger and the thrill of the hunt before acknowledging Duke as a uh, professional poker player but vowing to go all in tonight against them in the ring. Uh, which yeah, see, I kinda, that's what
1: I didn't want to happen.
0: Well, I kind of liked how he said we're three of a kind because that was less... On the nose, even though it is a term, yeah, but he's yeah. still using a different part of his promo to express that. So, yeah, I, I just didn't want like t-
1: for everyone that's going to address yeah, the I poker got a, player, dude. Yeah. Hudson, now it's going to be well. Like, tonight, I got an
0: ace in the hole, yeah. It's, I
1: got an ace in the hole yeah. for you, Hudson. Or, and, or, or.
0: or imagine if it's swerve. Well, it's my house, and tonight the house rules, or what you know, what I mean, it, uh, it, 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 or house wins, or whatever. The house, so. And the house always wins, yeah, exactly. But uh, Waller, he gets a yeah. uh, diving uh, arm drag from the second rope. Uh, we see him counter a big air hug with a jawbreaker, and uh, at one point commentary do mention uh, that he is a former Golden Gloves champion, as he mentioned, which, you know, there's not a lot of people on that list I think it's him and Baron Corbin, so that is worth mentioning. And we do see that uh, very excitable-looking rolling pop-up stunner that he uh, debuted last week as well uh, for two. Oh, I, did, he,
1: did he hit it the same way? For, yeah, he, the, uh, exactly the... the same Dang, way. It looked okay. nice, yeah.
0: Uh, Hudson, uh, he, not to be outdone, hit a overhead belly-to-belly suplex, and at one point he does uh, do the Bret Hart, you know, chest-first whip into the tournament buckle, oh, and uh, he does lock a in a bear hug. buckle. Yep, there you go, and then uh, gets a bear hug. But we see uh, basically the finish where Waller goes for a springboard attack, but Duke actually kicks the rope, causing Grayson to slip off the rope and fall to the mat, and he pins him with a handful of tights for the win. Uh, post-match, you see Waller take umbrage with uh, the way Hudson won, and even kind of taunts him with his own poker chip, but Duke tells him, better luck next time, and just celebrates the victory <sighs> in the uh,
1: it, 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 it works. It works for this time. Yeah. But don't but make, he don't make it, a habit thing is, of it. The... He didn't
0: grab the chip. His opponent did. No, no, no. So, no, yeah. no, no.
1: For me, it's more like the, the better luck next time. I like that, but I hope that's not going to be like your. Yeah. Like, like every time you, you move up in the Street Fighter. Game. I don't want you to say that. Exactly. We need about
0: five of those. So, you know, just spread them out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, We get a backstage segment. Santos Escobar is uh, warming up in the locker room flanked by LDF. Oh, this was a good uh, segment. Yeah, yeah, he jokes with them about how it's so unfortunate what happened to Hit Row earlier that day. Says it's a shame that Sora's family isn't here while his is always with them, but he reassures that LDF will stay in the back. So it's just one on one later tonight in the main event. Uh, We also go from here to a, a vignette for Imperium. Uh, Marcel Bartel says uh, it's sad and an absolute embarrassment that the current tag champs continue to represent everything that's wrong with our generation, but not for long. Fabian chimes in, says uh, this generation is soft and too attached to their phones instead of willing to work hard. And MSK is an embarrassment to our sport. And they say MSK have no honor, no pride or elegance and don't even know what that means, but not to worry as they are here to save the NXT universe from it all because they are Imperium, And to them, the mat is sacred.
1: All I got to say is, Then take umbrage with the people who can't beat them. Because (laughs) uh, wouldn't that mean they're lesser than? You know, because they're they're. It's not like they just you know fell and woke up as champions. Yeah, no. They're they're you know story wise. Yeah, be mad at yourselves. They yeah, they're beating the guys that I mean that that you're not addressing either. So exactly. I mean, It's it's, it's not a reason
0: you weren't in the elimination right? (laughs) Right? I
1: guess in the sense it's like they're not the only ones with the same problems. If if they're beating everybody, everyone else would be seen as less than them. You know what I mean? But you know
0: whatever. Yeah. Uh, This takes us to a a tag team. Matt Saray teaming with Amari Miller, who we've seen a lot of. Oh, there she comes. We were just asking about her last week and yeah. Amari Miller we've seen her uh, do a lot of enhancement matches for like the likes of um I want to say uh, like Frankie Monet and a few other people, uh, and you know, like Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane, uh, those, uh, the newcomers, you know, but they face off against the uh, this new team of Indy Hartwell and apparently her friend, Persia Parada, uh, who, again, we mentioned last week, she was the maid of honor for the Loomis or Index wedding. Uh, speaking of Dexter, uh, we do see him backstage, gorilla position, uh, getting a kiss on the cheek from Indy <laughs> just before they make their entrance. Um, from Saray, there's literally no offense from her. Uh, Amari does get some various kicks and a scissored sleeper hold at one point. Uh, Indy, she gets a running sidewalk slam, or as I say, uh, well, it's kind of rebound, but she runs with it. Uh, very nice uh, looking uh, sidewalk slam, though. Yeah, and, all, uh, I, you
1: know, you always forget that Indy has that uh, that size to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, Persia, actually, this is more to showcase her, I think, her size and, and, and like yeah, kind of exactly. her as a powerhouse. Yeah. She hits a uh, running corner splash, a couple of running uh, clotheslines, uh, hits a snake eyes and running boot combo. We, uh, we see the finish where Persia actually... He picks up Amari Miller in a fireman's carry and then tags an Indy. And uh, we see Saray try to run in and charge at her, but she big boots her instead and then delivers a sit-out gourd buster, uh, similar to what uh, Stu Grayson does. I know, uh, what's his name, Uh, Pac was doing it to uh, initiate the Rings of Saturn for a little bit, Uh, but that was the move she hit. And the Indy would follow with a springboard elbow or the savage elbow to Amari's back for the win. Uh, Post-match, we see uh, Persia grab a mic and says, yeah, that's not a bad way to start – you know, uh, kind of alluding to their new partnership, and then uh, basically demands a tag team title shot, suggests they should go for him. Uh, and this, of course, brings out an angry Io Shirai, accompanied by her partner Zoe who's trying to catch up to her. eo uh, has got a mic, and she's going down the list. I don't like you. I don't like you. And then Zoe tries to go, let me guess. You don't like me either. She goes, no, do not speak for me. And then she goes, so you do like me? She goes, no. <laughs> so it's like, you know, maybe a, a slight up from um. the only goal will be on your on your, I on your like, finger I't feel I don't feel, I don't feel anything for you yeah exactly. but that, but,
1: that, but that's still better than not being yeah.
0: uh, like <laughs> exactly and uh but of course uh yeah she tells everyone who she doesn't like per usual when toxic attraction comes back out and they interrupt uh and it's just JC and uh Gigi and they say you know what they don't give a damn about anyone in the ring they just want their tag title match and then they rush the ring to start a brawl involving all six ladies uh Gigi is dumped on the floor I'm sorry no Gigi dumps Indy on the floor. Then EO acts the German suplexes Gigi. Uh, JC Low bridges Persia from the apron to the floor, but then she eats a spin kick from Zoe that sends her to the floor as well, leaving the champ standing tall in the ring. Uh, and that's kind of the way that uh, segment ends, man. Um kind of, I don't know, wasn't much of a match to begin with. And I will note, there's been an outcry from the fans about how much time women's wrestling is getting, considering they are also jump a brand-new tournament right now, the Queen's Crown. They said that the amount of wrestling for the Queen's Crown was less than Roman Reigns' entrance last Friday. How crazy is that? Because he has got that long... Like that long, like I don't, they said I don't he know came out. I mean, it
1: could be a matter of seconds. Well, no, but. no, because
0: no, no, they said it's like a minute or so. Because he came out, then it was a a, a, a commercial break, and when they came out, his music was still playing. He had yeah. yet to cut his promo. Well, well that's so what that's I'm what I, that's saying. That's what I'm
1: saying. I'm, 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 because I did watch the women's matches at least for SmackDown. Yeah. And, I mean, they they both got a couple minutes. Like, Selena, even, yeah, but you know not, I mean? But, yeah, like, it wasn't, like, a full-blown, like... I mean, the yeah, open, the
0: I'll put it... Because commentary noted it, too, during that tag team match. Like, Beth specifically noted that. And I was surprised that she... I don't know if that was by demand on, you know, from the other side of, of the commentary uh, headphones or what. But I was surprised that they got in front of it, I guess. Well,
1: what'd she say specifically?
0: Well, she was just basically mentioning how there's been an outcry of, of women not getting the proper time, you know, f- with this tournament going on from the fans on Twitter and, you know, and just well, kind of well, mentioned well, it.
1: And, well, what about uh, canceling Zelina Vega's match that she had when they were finally in fucking New York? And her dad I mean, that,
0: that was a... A couple weeks ago But yeah I Yeah but he,
1: it was like That whole thing Because her dad was I, think, I we a fired, fire That passed yeah. away And all that So it was just like it, it, Yeah it's been going by For a while yeah.
0: But uh, now This takes us to A uh, backstage segment Grayson Waller uh, He walks in Just as Cora Jade Is leaving And uh tries to say hi to her But Jade seems like Visibly off put By his greeting Uh He walks in And I couldn't tell If this was a, just A random girl It kind of looked like Jessie Kamea almost But I really couldn't tell But there's a beautiful woman Tight dress Waiting for him In this locker room Who curiously kind of asked what was up with that you know because uh, he kind of saw the exchange between uh, albeit brief and you know kind of awkward he saw like he looked like he was checking Cora out, but Waller quickly disarms the situation. He you know, gives the girl compliments and then suggests, hey, you know, I'm going to take a shower. Why don't you finish uh, freshening up, and then, you know, I'll take you out in the town. She goes to do just that, and Waller begins to check his phone when he's actually surprised by Cameron Grimes. Uh, Grimes kind of compliments Waller as he explains, you know, Waller kind of explains, yeah, I pulled her last week, and I uh, reassures I didn't even, you know, use my best game. It's most of the time it's just the accent, you know, and Grimes starts questioning, well, you know, how is it you just lost like 20 minutes ago, but you know, you got these girls on you and and, and it doesn't seem like it matters. And you know, he's like, I'm still stinging for my la- loss last week with Dunn. Waller tells him it's not about wins and losses, it's about likes and swipes before suggesting, you know, maybe you should shave your chest, maybe your beard a little bit, clean it up a little bit. And uh, Grimes asks, where am I supposed to look for girls? And Waller, Introduces him, I guess, for the first time to a dating app on his phone, which is kind of funny because it's like, oh, you're a millionaire, you got all this time to do all this. But you don't know, but that, that's what, what, dumb, Tinder. Because is. like, he
1: got rich off of off of the the whole GameStop, that's yeah. The, and so it's like you're savvy enough to know about that, but you're not savvy enough yeah, to know you that. Could that don't see make sense. The way
0: dude. he plays it up is like he's thrown for a loop. Like, oh, there's more girls. Like you could just swipe, and it, it was like the concept was brand new to him. You know, that, that, so. see, but that sounds
1: like that's a Vince Carolina caveman. That that sounds like a Vince produced 72 72- me because anytime anyone that has a country accent, he has to make them sound like they're stupid. Right? right? It, it, like, exactly. That's so uh, weird.
0: This brings us to a, a vignette from Solo Sequoia, uh, aka Sifa Fatu. Oh, that's what the f- yeah. It says, uh, quote, you know, it shows a lot of uh, you know, people taping their hands, this guy taping his hands, and you know, it seems like he's throwing punches and stuff. It says, You won't find my wins and losses, uh, in any record book because those live on the streets. I was raised to fight alone when I was 15 years old, and that's when I became solo sequoia, street champion of the island. And uh, it says he's supposed to be debuting pretty soon, so what the
1: f- he's part of the family, bro. Why yeah. are y'all doing this? I,
0: I don't know, man. But, That's so stupid. But it's not like the Usos share this I mean, yeah, they're cousins, but they don't share the same last name as Reigns either. No, nah, so, but you know.
1: they you know, even like with Sean Maluda, they didn't yeah, be like true. oh it's Sean Sequoia. Like yeah. it's like <laughs> I mean, like I like i play the, the name sounds like a name a legit street fighter would give himself yeah. on the streets. But I don't get a street fighter, an actual street fighter vibe from Suffer like at yeah. all.
0: Yeah, now it'll be interesting to you see. He looked how... too smooth to be doing all that. Yeah, I would say, I would say so. But uh, we get some uh, match announcements uh, uh, to go off uh, what you were talking about earlier. We do have the confirmed tag team match: Tommaso Ciampa with Goldie, uh, teaming with Braun. St- I'm gonna say Steiner, <laughs> Braun Steiner uh, against the <laughs> grizzled young veterans. And uh, of course, we got Odyssey Jones also taking on uh, Andre Chase, maybe getting a little bit of retribution Love there. I just and,
1: just uh, just they're ne- they're never gonna do nothing with these GYVs, bro. With these what? The GY I feel like they never do gonna give the GYVs a break, bro. I, they do, I don't they, know
0: what's going Yeah, they're I, just I, there to like Chill and, and put people. I don't know yeah, what it is. Yeah, it's, it's but at the same time, I feel like it's the same thing. It's and, always and they go their, after a solo guy yeah. and then go on about how oh you're gonna lose or you're you're this or you're a loser and it's we're like, not dressed to fight. But it's like but you you guys don't do nothing on TV. It's, it's yeah. just like for me, it's it's just their their and, prestige and, uh, has gone down I, bit, or, not, or their value has gone down. Yeah.
1: Whereas and you know me, I'm not one of their biggest fans, but I understand their worth. Yeah. And I have to agree. That's why I say that. I'm like, dude, they came over with like a lot of hype. Yeah. And like, you know, were it's like the UK
0: Tag Champs. Like, like it- I
1: was thinking like if you were in the mix with them, it was kind of bad news for you because you had to watch your back because they that's how they roll. But it's like Man, y'all just kind of been just stacking L's, man. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know man. what's going on.
0: But uh, yeah, we get uh, also Tony D'Angelo will be in action, and we get a little uh, addition to the Halloween Havoc card, which already has uh, Braun Steiner or Rex Steiner uh, challenging the champion Tommaso Ciampa for, for the uh, NXT title. We also have confirmed the uh, NXT Women's Championship, which is uh, like you said, spin the wheel, make a deal. Mandy Rose challenging the reigning champ Raquel Gonzalez, and it's also being confirmed we have a tag team title triple threat match. EO and Zoe will be defending against Toxic Attraction and in Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada. So hmm. that's what's on uh, tap so far for, uh, I believe it's in two weeks or maybe a week or, or so. What is it? The 26th, Man, October 26th. It, it, if
1: they have her lose the tag titles, which I don't, it's not like I was really excited for them to have anyways. Mm-hmm. You'd have to think that EO is probably like, done. all right, let me just wait until this yeah, contract is It's either that head, or she needs to go to main roster. Head, right? head back to head
0: back to Japan yeah. and kick it with, with Evo. Like. I don't think she wants to live in the U.S., though, where she's like yeah, I don't think going so to, you know, she doesn't want to make towns. I think she likes, you know, same thing with Ciampa. Champa has said, like, What kind of fool would I be after breaking my neck traveling 300-plus days a year? He's like, I'd rather retire if someone told me I had to do that. And so a lot of people are wondering what he's going to be doing as well. Um, Because I don't think uh, main roster is a great place for him. You know what?
1: Probably Impact because... They're not flying nowhere unless yeah. they're doing like some, you know, cross, you know, promotional oh, yeah. big event. I mean, I'll be you... honest,
0: Champa would be a great addition there in terms of I just think so. uh, guys like, chasing the title. Like
1: already, I'm thinking him versus jo- uh, uh Alexander. Yeah,
0: that'd be nice. Him versus Cage. If Cage him... still reigning at the time. Like that'd be oh Christian Cage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um you know, So yeah. him, uh, him versus uh, what's what's his name? Uh, all, awesome. all night long. What? I can't oh, name, his name you.
1: talking You talking about um Kenny King?
0: Not Kenny King, not All Night Live, but not, all, my bad, not oh, the taxi Oh, oh, Rich Swan, Rich my Swan. Bad. there you go. My like, bad. stuff like that, you know? <laughs> Yeah, when you said All I was like, All Night Express? Or Ace like, no, no. Austin, that could be, you know, yeah. Yeah, I was
1: thinking of him, uh... I mean him him versus even uh, uh, Eric
0: Young, yeah. Just you know that whole. Oh yeah, honestly that that'd be be pretty cool. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, now we're talking about some real names there. Yeah, there's some people that'd probably be best. And and it's you know it's on this side. I don't think it's in Orlando anymore. I mean
1: selfishly, I would love for him and 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 Johnny to leave and just be a tag team. Honestly, yeah, because they could use those tag. That travel it does make a lot of sense. And then I don't know if Johnny wants to travel so much knowing he has a newborn coming too. Yeah, very true. But
0: at least if it's in the same city for a long time, like he doesn't, you know. Yeah, I got you know, because that's kind of what happened with AEW. They're like, we gotta go to Daly's place again, or we're just going to Florida, come right yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh but this takes us to the main event. Isaiah, oh, Isaiah. Isaiah <laughs> Isaiah, Swerve Scott, reigning. That's why I just North- call him Swerve. Yeah, Swerve. <laughs> but uh, reigning North American champion, first. Title defenses uh, we were able to figure out last week. Yeah, challenging uh, <laughs> against Santos Escobar of Legado del Fantasma, and uh, you know, just like he said, he does show up by himself. Isn't that
1: who didn't didn't he beat him for the title?
0: No, he beat. Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So, but uh, Swerve uh, he gets a early spaceman plancha after the match starts in yeah, a brawl. He did. Uh, we see he removes the uh, padding from the uh, corkscrew part of the turnbuckle, which I thought I was curious, uh, which will play a part in the uh, finish later. Uh, we get a tilt a whirl backbreaker from Swerve, as well as his uh, patented uh, diving back elbow to uh, Santos's neck. He does that from the second rope, and uh, we get a DVD on the apron. Uh, really nice. I mean, they got a lot of good time in this match, I will say, too. Uh, Santos, uh, he sweeps swerve off the apron pretty hard, then hits a, a torpedo style suicide dive that sends him over to the announce table. Uh, we get a surfboard camel clutch as uh, transition into that. Uh, it's basically the walls of Jericho, but, you know, he'll do the lion salt part until he gets the other leg over and does like that elevated Boston crab. Uh, we get a rebound spine buster as well. Oh, as, oh the uh, one he
1: does on the steps? Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. But he actually did it in the ring this time, which I, I oh, thought okay. was very, very, very cool. Uh, we get uh, what I thought was a really nicely timed counter. You all know how Swerve likes to do his rolling, jumping, complete shot. Yeah, he gets caught with a flatliner from Santo. So I thought that was, really, oh, it was nice. really well done. Yeah, so when he caught him, he actually just goes drop, backwards huh? and drops. Yeah, so yeah oh, that, good. okay. And see, then, I,
1: I like when they, they make it seem like it's not just so oh, here he goes, he's gonna hit this, oh, he's gonna hit this. Yeah, you can just call it. So One per match You know what I mean but Exactly like When people act smart And intelligent about it's, it Especially a yeah. guy like Santos Who yeah, I think he's, is very yeah.
0: adaptable In his style uh, He hits his uh, patented uh, Running double knees In the corner As well as an avalanche Frankensteiner And a frog splash As well for a near fall uh, And we start to see The finish where we see Santos get his knees up To counter a 450 Attempt from Swerve And then he quickly goes For a small package Only gets two uh, This brings LDF To arrive on the apron To distract the referee Only only to be thwarted By the curious arrival of Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes at ringside. Well, commentary is kind of trying to put over that they're doing the right thing as they know Hit Row has been taken out prematurely in the day uh, since he you know, he doesn't have that, I won't say home-field advantage, but like that support system. Uh, Santos takes advantage of the melee, however. He goes for the Phantom Driver, but Swerve slips out and then baits Escobar to the corner only to eat that exposed turnbuckle we talked about, and then he hits the JML Driver to give Scott the uh, retain and win. Uh, post-match, we see a Carmelo and Trick kind of curiously joined Swerve's celebration in the ring, and we see Hayes even raising his hand in victory, only to attack him with a short-arm clothesline. Uh, I think a lot of people saw this kind of yeah, coming. Yeah,
1: I mean, when I saw because there was no um, – I watched this first before I covered the first hour, so I thought maybe they would have covered, like – uh, you know, some sort of familiarity yeah, with it, but when, because when I watch it, you hear, you know, Beth talking about, or I think Vic Joseph talking about, you know, the friendship that him and Swerve have. I'm like, when? Never established. Yeah, what are you I've, talking yeah, about? At
0: least not on camera, no.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? so it was just like, when it happened and then you see him and then it's like it's one thing if it's him but then you see his boy and his boy's still carrying the, the the joint with him yeah I like,
0: was gonna say yeah because um, at one point you so see fishy
1: about to go oh definitely because
0: yeah, I didn't even notice that they came down there with the contract but at that point after the short arm clothesline Trick visibly has the contract in his hands and he starts pointing at it saying it's your time hands it to Carmelo who signs the contract and hands it to the ref ref gives it to the uh, ring announcer who lets everyone know that Hayes will be executing his championship opportunity right now and this leads us to another match which I guess is the main event's main event Isaiah Swerve Scott defending his North American title freshly retained against a fresh Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams in his corner. Hayes immediately hits his springboard sit-out lariat for a near fall. Uh, Swerve even backflips to sell the shit out of it, uh, but he does manage to kick out. And Swerve actually starts him with a desperation right hand. And he starts to fire up and charge at Carmelo, but he eats a pump kick instead, uh, followed by a diving axe kick giving Carmelo the championship win. Post-match, we see Hayes celebrating his title, uh, or the title win as you say, with Trick over a fallen Swerve in the ring to end the show. And that, my friends, was NXT 2.0 this week. Um, it wasn't
1: bad. Like I said, for me, the first hour felt like they were just trying to pack a bunch of shit in there with yeah, all the, that's the interruptions. that's how it's been feeling lately, yeah. Um, the second half seemed a, or a little bit more balanced mm-hmm. um, with based on everything you said. Yeah. Certain things were good, certain things... Like I said there's certain things like uh, and this is in the kind of relation to what Brian Cage was talking about earlier with the Team Task stuff. It's like some things kind of just it seems like the only one that cares about following through with it is the people who wrote it and not necessarily yeah. a whole bunch of fan interest in it, like the uh, you know, the Sarai or not the Sarai, the uh, EO yeah. e. Shirai stuff with, with Stark, and I mean, you know the the attempted rush hour run with them or whatever yeah. the hell they were trying to do. It just didn't really, you know what I mean? So I think at this point, they're trying to focus more on getting the belts off of them. Yeah. I would love it for it to be, uh, you know, Indian Persia. Only because they're, they they kind of finally uh, put together, uh, I guess, potentially what the look of, of it would look like with the unit with them, too, as well as yeah. uh, Dexter, mm-hmm. who, you know, it was just smitten, just waiting. <laughs> just like go, He just looked at the camera, got me a kiss. Yeah, but it, it's kind of <laughs> weird,
0: though, because it almost seems it kinda like... It kind of kills that, his
1: character, huh, a little bit? I
0: would say that, plus the fact that it's almost like, so you guys are going to fight over her loyalty to Dexter versus you at some point as a friend. It or she, she going like to be
1: like, I heard you got that nine and a half. <laughs> like she was saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, last very week. Very
0: true. <laughs> I did want to read this. Uh, I did bring up Sean Waltman earlier. Uh, he had commented on Joe Gacy's character. He actually had some comments on NXT's uh, creative team explaining that the brand needs to be a little bit more self-aware. Said, uh, quote, who's in charge of the creative direction of NXT? You can't have 60-plus-year-old people in charge of the creative direction of a show that's geared towards young people. Maybe oversee it, but you got to let young, fresh blood make those decisions. We got to be self-aware enough to know that we don't, and I'm including me, too, as a 50-year-old man, we don't fucking know what they, the young people, want. We might think we do. We might think we know what's best for them, but we don't effing know. We don't need to effing listen to people that do. Or no, I'm sorry. We need to listen to people that do. Is what he said. So see,
1: I mean, and there's a difference between having the age range of writers and a, opposed to having the age range of people who have an actual finger on on pop culture, or what's actually going on. You know what I mean? That 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 knows what's popular and what's what's topical. You know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of you get a lot of these writers in the room just because they're that young and they think, oh, we'll we'll get there. Their young perspective, but it's like they don't never written for wrestling, so they don't know. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? They don't know how to translate it or or, or uh, and and, and sense convert it into a, a spoon fed version. Well, it can make people care because you know the outside stuff or anything that's different from the norm. You know, you gotta you can't just go straight into it. You know what I mean? Oh no, um, acceptance wise, but yeah, man, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I know that's something that we've been saying is like you know they need to kind of start listening to more input on what these guys know. Because these are people who are absolutely, not just because of wrestling, but they, you know, it's part of their job, but they're the ones who are operating on these social medias. Yeah. Like, this is the era that we're in. This is what they do for reals in real life. Exactly. So, it's like, you know, you got guys like Vince who doesn't even understand what Twitch does, but he, he knows that, that it, uh, it allows them to make money that they don't yeah, get the for.
0: That's, that's it, yeah. You
1: know, you don't know what the hell it's about. You know, like, what is this, Tout 2? <laughs> like, what <laughs> the hell is this thing? Yeah, like, seriously. you know, I don't know. It's just... uh I think just more of that open creativity. I mean, I mean, I hear it's different in different uh, on different shows. So I, you know, I can't speak on it for NXT or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but he's not wrong, man. And, and and honestly, it takes somebody who's been in it on both sides. You take a guy that like him who came in there young, came in from the WWF side, went to WCW, had to witness that fucking ship dying, yep. and then comes back to the WWE side of things. And you know, during the Attitude Era, I mean. This guy's done it. You know, he's seen it all. You know, I mean, he knows a thing or two. You know what I'm saying?
0: Definitely, definitely. Um,
1: So, you know, I can't, you know, knock him for for saying it. And and, and honestly, it takes a lot for someone – in that regard, to be like, hey, we don't know everything, and we just we gotta yeah. and, practice and, and, and accepting that him. as the norm. You yeah, know and including mean? himself
0: in that. Like, yeah, same, you know, same, same as me. So yeah, he
1: wasn't putting anyone you know over but, but you, or putting but arguably,
0: you know. you gotta realize too who he was at the time and yeah. an attitude era. So he is in those shoes of I knew what was I was going to say at that time. I was like going to say because him being the younger. Yeah, right. I
1: mean, even you hear about the stories between like the outsiders and Hogan and having them yeah. kind of having to like, yeah. well, dude, we're kind of doing this because this is what the kids are doing right now. Like I know and it may not seem like... You or it may seem silly, but this is what's gonna yeah, get is over. What's up. Like, yeah, 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 this is what's cool. So yeah, I definitely would agree he has something. Uh he got that X factor, if you will. Ooh, but nice. on that note, I want to thank you guys once again all the time. You guys do it, uh, you guys do what you do, and that's support us, man. And because of that, we love doing what we do for you guys. Again, uh, you know, you can't make that NXT, can't can't uh, force yourself to sit down and watch it. We got you. Uh man, I'm a WWE guy. I mean, there's some guys in dynamite I like, but I don't I'm not enough to watch though. we got you. you know, all you gotta do is tuning to us every Friday man we make it easy man and I mean the best way Sir. you can do that is uh, staying uh, you know uh, notified with us and that's uh, following uh, us everyone on social media man that is at the Quincy Jones Show on uh, Instagram, uh, the Quincy Jones Show on Twitter and backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. Uh, additionally, you can just actually hit up all our social media by going directly to our, our uh, Instagram page. We've got the link tree right there, man. Yes, sir. Um, And of course, you know, we always like to, uh, you know, offer up our, our merch. We have, uh, you know, standard Quincy Jones Show uh, pocket tees, man. I'm hoping to try to get some more merch in. I know to get with the times of the weather, it's getting a little bit uh, breezy over here in California. But if it's uh, – a Hoodie season, baby. You know, if it's still uh, cracking over there, if it's still, you know, you, you still uh, down for a cool little pocket tee, you know what I mean, something to help represent the, the crew, uh, again, you know – Y'all are always, uh, you know, putting on for for us, and uh, I do definitely appreciate it. If you want to hit us up to represent for the fam, uh, even more, hit us up, man. Uh, the Show at gmail.com. Again, for all your, uh, I guess, your T-shirt needs. And alternative, uh, alternatively, again, we're here every Friday. That's on uh, True100Radio.com, of course, but of course, uh, also iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Our Hurt Radio, and Castbox. Um, And probably other places I don't know yet Because there's other places That pop up dude Tell you man Um, But and of course Don't forget to follow Doc Because he's getting it Popping on the TikTok level As well as Tremendous memes And video content On his uh, KJS account On Instagram But by all means Let him know where to (laughs) go Yeah you guys know what it is
0: Man yeah thank you Doc Lesnar One and only hip hop hybrid In the world of pro wrestling And hip hop You guys know what it is But uh, yeah as he said Man follow me At Doc Lesnar On Instagram Or at Doc underscore KJS pod On Instagram That's for uh, the wrestling Side of things Doc Doc Lesnar is more my music side or follow me at Doc Lesnar on TikTok where you'll see a lot of the memes of the who did it better I like to do a lot of uh, debates amongst the fans in the comments healthy debates healthy debates toxic toxic, uh,
1: energy not allowed not
0: at all not at all and uh, but yeah just basically two uh, two wrestlers from two different times doing the same move and I just like to get people's opinions man check me out again follow me at Doc Lesnar on TikTok Uh, in the meantime also check me out on all your favorite musical platforms that you like to stream your favorite artists uh, I'm your favorite artist just don't know it yet. But go ahead and check me out. Search D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. There I are with Five Star Bars. bars. And go ahead and check out This Is Awesome, my most latest album. Uh, and it's been going strong, man. We're Basically getting it's been streaming like it's been a blessing you guys have heard me talk about it i got plenty of merch going That's uh that, that's also coming to support that project since you guys have been supporting me yeah for the so long
1: doc lesnar shopify coming true
0: yeah coming def- soon, yeah sure. join the doc order yes uh, join the doc order i said it. yeah we got lighters stickers pins shirts hats cds and of course two sweet foam fingers so you could do so when you see me other than that also follow me at i'm doc lesnar on twitter or at uh i'm doc lesnar on facebook other than that my friend i I got three words for you. Top, Top guys, guys out. out.